Cannabis Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour about when Monday, we feel like it. topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. And now, your hosts, Jamie Cass and Mike Green. Everywhere. <laughs> we'll, we'll, just start, we'll just start randomly saying shit over the every Monday thing, whatever we feel. Until we actually get it right. Until we get until we, yeah, until we, yeah. we podcast for a couple of hours. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> every week. Often. Much. Usually. Rarely. Every, you know, those, dude, that's one of the crazy things about the English language words like that. Um, people use them often thinking that they're being very descript, but they're not. <laughs> oh, they're totally vague. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so vague. They're like, he kills people sometimes. Oh, especially re- news reporters. News reporters all the time. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. They, they tend they tend to think these things quite often. What's quite often? And so is is it is is that rarely or is that frequently or is that a lot? I don't know. All these words in the English language to me, they just they don't they don't do they don't do what they're supposed to do. I love words, man. I, I like do words. Too. Words are yeah. Words are important. They are. Yeah, you know the study of words. Etymology. Etymology, yeah. We had a book, we had a class when I was in 4th grade. I went to this school, this special like school, and they they did a pilot class on us and it had this little orange book with blue writing. I remember it. Etymology. It was the study of word, the origin of words. And like little pieces of words, you'd study it and learn where they came from and what they meant. It was you, bizarre. And you, were, loved it. you studied that. They had you as fourth graders study that. <laughs> yeah, isn't that bizarre? Really? Wow. You were yeah. in a learned environment though, right, Jamie? Somewhat. Yeah, they uh, they took uh, – it was bizarre as it gets. They called it the gifted program, which is – I mean, how do you stick that on a kid? It, it messed me up till I was like 30 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What the hell does that mean? I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, – yeah, it was bizarre. We took a, a language. Everybody got language, too. So we were studying French and archaeology and anthropology and speed reading and golf and a bunch of other stuff. Like the, the sport <laughs> of golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had, like, speed reading machines and would teach us how to speed read. And then we'd go out and practice, like, a, a, a tee or a putt. or. What's a, a speed reading machine? It's like this... Uh, this glass apparatus and it's got like a f- big frame and it's glass and you can look through the book. It looks like through the bong. glass and see the book. And then it has this big like this thing that it turns the page that, or something. No, it goes down the page and blocks it. Huh. Oh, so, so you can only see part of the page. Yeah. So it teaches you, trains you. You start training to stay ahead of it, kind of like. Oh, it I see. Felt like a, it's, I don't know if it makes any it's sense. It's like a video whatsoever. game where you have to read faster than it can show it to you. Yeah, or it kind of seemed like the... Sounds the keep up with it. That sounds fun. The dolphins. We commented when we were kids. I remember it seemed like dolphins were in front of the boat. You know, the boat's zooming through the water, but we're staying like right out in front of the boat. <laughs> I'm a nerd. That sounds like fun. Does this exist on it, Facebook? It was Probably. bizarre. Everybody <laughs> wanted to go to this school, Washington school, because you could like go... Um, I'm going to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. Like mostly in, in public, in the public school system in Peoria, where I grew up, you had to like raise your hand and ask them if you could go take a piss. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, weird, isn't it? Thinking <laughs> you know, back, isn't that weird? Like, Bullshit. If you got to go, you got to go. You just let them know. I'm going to go. I'll be right back. Oh, that's go what I'm going to tell my son for sure. <laughs> I'm going to be that asshole dad. The PTA meetings. Tell like... you, you can't use the restroom. <laughs> right. Once you're respectful and you do your business and come back, then I was like, cool. I got to pass. 
So you were able to do go to the bathroom whenever you wanted at your school, though? Yeah, yeah, they had pot machine. You could like go get a drink. Pop? I'd go get a pot, man. Oh, pop. I thought you said the... pot machine. <laughs> like, what? what? You're like, yeah, I went to a real special school. Very liberal school, <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd be like working extra jobs so I could donate all my money to that place. Yeah. That would be the that would be the greatest school. But it was pretty cool anyway. I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was cool. I mean, we had a bookstore where we sold all kinds of candy and junk food and crap, crap we probably shouldn't have been eating in the first place, but it was, the, it was the best thing about it was the music program there because they had this lady. The teacher was Mrs. Matthews. I never – she was a beautiful, long-haired brunette lady. But she would, like, go – we're in the, for like the first day of music class, I remember we're all, like, sitting up like a bunch of eggheads, you know, all paying attention with our eyes really big <laughs> enthusiastically. And she'd be like, okay, well, this is what this is called. And it's like a falsetto or something. I don't even remember what it was. But she did it, you know, and she did – and she talked about it for a couple seconds more and she did something else. She goes, okay, now you try it. And she had us standing up in front of the old class, like doing all these vocal techniques. And it was just you incredible. You, could, you sing? We were scared shitless, man. They were like, freaking, you could hear some of them rattling when it was their turn. They were like, <laughs> their voice was gone and they're going, Aah. but she had us just do that. And we overcame those fears like that cool. to some degree anyway. And right. I was like, wow, that's intense, dude. And she would like have us singing theme songs and everything. And everybody started getting into it. Not like, like uh, I don't know what, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Do you remember that? I've heard that song. Is even, that the Mary Poppins? Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. Like atrocious, and we'd be all these. If you nerds. say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. It's a, it is. It's not Mary Poppins. It's Disney, though. What is that? Supercal. Yeah. That is Mary Poppins. Oh, we're probably not allowed to sing that. No, no, we can Sorry. sing it ourselves. No, I think we're, yeah, right. they're the worst at that too. <laughs> well, man. Yeah, if they found out, they'd, they'd send out the yeah, Disney they, black. They would send us a letter well, if they found out about that. That you spoke of it? No, we sang. It's their song. Oh, we didn't perform their song. I just performed their just song. Part of I it. actually did not. I claim no no ownership in performing their no, song whatsoever. That was not a fucking performance, dude. <laughs> you know you can't <laughs> sing <laughs> like the song "Happy Birthday" is copyrighted. You can't sing "Happy Birthday." At, that's why restaurants have their own songs is because they're not legally allowed to sing "Happy Birthday" to you. That's stupid. It is what stupid. They that's they, you know that. It's your happy, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah, they, you know, right. those stupid things. Let's listen to Coglin. Coglin wants to sing tonight. I want to go, please, I'll give <laughs> every single one of you $50 if you'll stop doing that right away. Do you, you know, think they would do that if they were in the restaurant? They'd be like, <laughs> dude, that's it gets deathly quiet. It, when I go to places and people tell them to sing to me, I'm just like, God, come on, don't, no, please. Don't do that. Please. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Is it your birthday? No, it's not my birthday. It's not my birthday. Yeah. Um, but I want the free meal. It's not my birthday. What's up? <laughs> is what's this up? a show about ganja? It is. It is <laughs> about, it is oh, about yeah. ganja. <laughs> we probably should. We probably should talk about it, right? Because that's what, that's what we do here. We, we talk about cannabis. Absolutely. We have yeah. an agenda. We do. We, we had an agenda the yes. other day, too, without you, Jamie. We're glad uh, you're hey, back. Man, and thank you, by welcome, the way. I want to apologize. I'm so sorry that I wasn't able to be here last week. But thank you guys for uh, filling in and covering it, covering my space. Evidently, it wasn't too difficult. The show seemed like it went great. It did a good job. Uh yeah, we were we were uh, it was it was a it was a difficult one for us. You're we were really tired. Um, yeah, we're both kind of burnt. We're still you know Matt's still 
running on e really running yeah me too too. yeah and (laughs) yeah you know but the energy's better tonight yeah sure sure you know this is i'm bringing the energy this is the energy source for me so i'll bring it and just shine it right in there and it's all good yeah do you ever feel that in life though sometimes you're just zapped of it and you just you're out doing your stuff and you know you're like i think it naturally would it, it kind of naturally occurs somewhat still but i don't i don't i've managed to learn to overcome that I find I found ways to cultivate positive energy and try to like uh, encourage it and encourage it to like be created and, you know, have positive energy and then figure out ways to kind of cultivate that and run on it all day long. Nice. Anything, anything from wow. a detailed, like something that would make sense to people to all the way to a, a just a sly, slight kind of coy smile from a very pretty girl on campus or something. I'll be like. You know, and I'll vocalize that a lot. Just be like, hi, how are you? And a cute smile, man. And I'll be like, you know what? That smile is going to take me all the way past lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to eat now. I think I'm going to just float there. And she'll just laugh. And it's yeah. just like. I got two smiles okay. today. Two. Two of them. I like smiles, too. Smiles are good. I got a Walmart smile today. You got a Walmart yeah. smile today? Yeah. In Wally World. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That's terrific. Who, <laughs> who, who got a mom hug? Did anybody get a mom hug? No. Oh, no. no hugs today. No, not here. It either. almost sounded like I was authoritarian. Like, I'm going to say, I got the. No, I didn't. Meaning, like, you hugged your mom today? I didn't get one either. Yeah, I didn't get one either. But, you know, the campus I attend, it's not uh, non-typical to receive a mom hug from one of the people involved. (laughs) Yeah. We we got a visitor. Chunk Chunk Norris is in the studio. In the hizzy. He's in the the hizzy. We're going to plug him into the headphones. We're going to plug him in. He's going to make fun of us. Hey, um, uh, uh, Jamie, you want to mention uh, Jay's Jay's, um, uh, fundraising thing? Yeah, what's going absolutely. on? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as you know, if you've listened to any of our shows, you're probably aware of this right now. Uh, there's a gentleman. His name is Jay Selthoffner, and he's running for the 46, uh, 41st District of Wisconsin um, for the General Assembly there. And uh, he's running on a hemp a hemp uh, platform. Both, cannabis uh, agenda. Okay, he's running yeah, on it, a cannabis it agenda. He is. He really is. He really is running on a, on a cannabis agenda, or, you know, a very rounded cannabis agenda um comprehensive might you say yes but anyway we're trying if, if if jay is to win this position he would set a new president for qualified talented enthusiastic individuals getting involved in actual political positions around our country which would be extremely i don't think anything could be more advantageous you know, as yeah, far as um, progress. What if it catches like a wildfire and then like all of our we like start having like lots of state legislatures? That'd be great, well, wouldn't it? You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like works that way. I mean, and what we need is to blow on this thing and get it going. Yep. He needs <laughs> to win. In other words, we need. We the want, meta- we want yeah, to win. yeah, we got to get it really rolling, and we're asking people to donate um, if they if they're interested. You know, go buy us. Uh, go buy his website. J Selthoffner, that's J A Y S E L T H O F N E R, jselthoffner.com um, slash C A. And that will give you a link straight to uh, donate to Jay. Um, if you want to check out his website, learn more about him. He's uh, He's been on the show a couple times, he's been very uh, gracious enough to come and talk to us he's always been enthusiastic about uh his pursuits his political pursuits and his activities that are going on he's also heavily involved in uh what am i thinking here guys normal yes uh, yeah at wisconsin normal and uh 
Yeah, and I yeah. believe also with um, uh, Americans for Safe Access as well. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. That's how he got the answer to our uh, contest. Yep. Jay is heavily involved. Yeah, Jay's <laughs> heavily involved. He wants you to donate uh, $4.20, please. Or more. $42,000 would be helpful if anybody mm-hmm. out there could do that. He would totally you know, help his cause. We'd get a, a elected representative with the cannabis agenda in wisconsin and dude there's a lot of oh, truly cool rock. people up there in wisconsin that are very openly pro cannabis i'm amazed yeah yeah, you yeah. Know. well people are getting privy and the argument is shifting to where it should be and the, the the dealio with the whole shift on how the argument goes i mean primarily um into the realm of more objectivity and actual facts and kind of deconstructing the hysteria and the leftover segments of uh propaganda from the you know 30s and 40s there's a go ahead well it's moving man in 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 areas like that it's moving fast and i think we're going to start running into these i mean because to me that was a big surprise to see how many um you know how much public support medical marijuana marijuana legalization hemp has in a place like Wisconsin which mm-hmm. is a really rural area um but i mean apparently it's you know Absolutely. Back, it's well uh, keep in mind it is just that it's very rural where and jay farmers, is specifically they too. would just freaking get down on growing some uh, hemp yeah and but i mean there's a there's <laughs> a decent possible. amount of activists up there too that are very you know very very vocal and and um i don't know i just i was surprised and it's it's nice to see it growing like a wildfire like that and um what he's doing is amazing is you know uh, if please donate to him he's it, we we've enjoyed our discussions with him we've had how many two Oh well, yeah, at least on air ones. Mm-hmm. Two on air, yeah. And, and uh, I know there's a bunch of Wisconsin people listening. And if you guys are listening, please give us a call. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, or, I love going out to Wisconsin. Yeah, give us a call. We'd love to have you on the air. Um, you know, the other thing is, um, not only can we take calls at our number, which is seven zero seven. What is it? Six five four can can n um, but we'd love to any any callers that would like to schedule a moment of their time with us. We'd love to have them on the air for uh, you know ten or twenty minutes and and just hear what their uh, their story is you know in their part of the country or in their part of the world. Yeah, uh-huh. we really would like it to become more interactive like that. Um, so if you you know if you at all um, are are into that idea, send us an email. We'll set up a time. Just call us. Leave a voicemail at first. We'll set up a time. Our regular emailers, we would love. You know, we've got some emailers that we're starting to work out this sort of thing with. Um, but yeah, every every show would be nice to have some some discussions with listeners. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, yeah. And, and, and I guess this is a good, since we're talking about, we just gave the phone number, we might as well drop the, all the other info real quick. Deets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our website's cannabisagenda.com. You can email us, please email with any of your thoughts, opinions, questions, whatever, uh, info at cannabisagenda.com and, uh, check out our Twitter and Facebook accounts. And even though, even though who knows about the Twitter, we're weird. We're, we're thinking the tweeting is a little, <laughs> little weird. Did you listen to, you listen back to the tape from the last show when we were talking about Twitter, Jamie? Well, I don't recall that part either, man. I swear I listened, guys. I swear I heard it. <laughs> it just it, it, Twitter seems really weird the way that it works. Circle jerk, it's big circle jerk. We're not gonna let's not spend too no, much we time don't need on that, that this yeah. week. Yeah. But if you're in Twitter and you're a regular person or a small cannabis business, please be you know follow yeah, if, us. If you're real on Twitter, we'd love to know if you're like 
I don't know if you found us through them or whatever. We get like a lot more hits from our Facebook page than we do our Twitter account, though. From regular people, yeah, real people. Like Facebook, at least it's people. <laughs> For sure. On, yeah. on on Twitter, it's like I'm, yeah. like we got a K one dealer following us now, <laughs> and, and and I know you're not into that shit, and I'm not into that shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean, like. Um, and I don't know. It's just, Let, it, it's weird how it works. Yeah, so we're totally. not into it, but you, or not, we're not into it. We just don't know how effective it is. It seems kind of weird. If you're real and you found us through Twitter, you know, let that, us know. that's great. Yeah. And let us know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let us know. That would be, it'd be cool if, you, if we could figure out if it works. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook though does work, right? So yeah, they're real people in there. Yeah, for the if, most part. if you guys are following us on Facebook, send invites to your can, you know, friends. Oh yeah, your do. friends, let yeah. them know. Please send invites yeah. to your friends that have you know that like cannabis, and um, also what's up? What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you check us out on YouTube on iTunes, please take a second and rate us. That's true. I I forget to mention that all the time. Yeah, it's true. It's really easy, isn't it? I think that yeah, I think that'll get us like promoted in their listings too. And then we can go. Up in the, mm-hmm. in the um in the ratings or whatever. I think we should also have marijuana as part of our show title, even though it's too late to actually do that. The cannabis marijuana agenda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like the marijuana lecture. Yeah, <laughs> the cannabis agenda slash marijuana lecture. <laughs> We'd probably get more hits that way, <laughs> just because of, because people probably just search, search for marijuana, marijuana not cannabis. It, yeah, that's the word should be interchangeable, I yeah. guess. But um, oh well, whatever. But yeah, marijuana. subscribe to iTunes too. That's an easy way to get the shows automatically when they're updated so um i've been using itunes a lot lately a lot more yeah so that's us hit us up um you guys know um yeah oh next weekend not this weekend but next weekend what's that yeah what is normal we got the normal conference in portland yeah yeah, yeah. portland Uh uh-huh We do. Mm-hmm. That's going on. September 9th through the 11th. Yeah. And uh, at the Governor Hotel. Um, if you can make it, you should make it. It's going to be a uh-huh. great event. Um, also, in t- a week after is that it? is, uh, oh, Hempstock. When's that? Right after? That's Is that right after? Yeah, that's the Sunday of that weekend in normal after the normal conference. And, and Portland, I mean, after in, the normal conference. Okay. So that's on the tw- on the 12th then? Yeah, I suppose. The, is that is that the it Sunday? Might be, it might be the thirteenth, even. I'm not sure. Okay, so yeah, that we'll, Sunday we'll pull is. It up that's real quick. the one. They yeah. said, "Man, if you can stay, it's totally going to be worth it." Oh, it's the twelfth. Yeah. Okay, so it's the day after for Hemp Stock. The Sunday, and then uh, mm-hmm. the uh, Boston Freedom Rally is on Saturday, September eighteenth at noon. On the Boston Common, two stages of music. Check it out if you're in be, that area. Be careful if you're planning <laughs> on puffing, because yeah. It's been there it's for been 21 on. years. I would imagine people are puffing. They probably, I mean, you're talking about right. those arrests where they happen to arrest. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, Keith Strop, and uh, I forgot his name last week, and I can't remember this week. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Whoever those guys. Are, yeah. yeah, those those two guys. And they're, but they're like people, right? Like they're like. The, oh, there are names in the yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe if you're just a you know regular Joe Stoner. Then you won't get any, any uh, publicity about your arrest. You'll just be arrested. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I, if I went there, I think I'd be probably smoking, smoking, in Boston. 
mm-hmm. on the streets. But we'll see. Just a guess. I, yeah. I'm not going to make it, but you know, um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, are we going to do? Let's see. We got another um, update. Seven oh seven Canvas College. Check out their website. They've got um, mm-hmm. some classes coming up. They've got them on the schedule now for their regular fa- their foundations classes, which mm-hmm. is like their introduction courses in a curing and storage workshop. Seven oh seven Cannabis College dot com slash schedule. If you want the schedule, that's the way to go. Um, awesome. Wait, we, we we got we, some emails. Right? We do, yeah. We don't have them on our little sheet here, but yeah, um, we out. do have some emails. Sean, I think he's from Indiana, uh, dude. Huh? I think so too. I think he's from Indiana. Yeah. I think he's yeah. I think okay, he's, yeah. So we'll just call him Sean from We Think Indiana. We think. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure. <laughs> we're pretty sure. We've yeah. heard from Sean okay. before. Yeah, Sean's Sean's cool. a regular emailer. Oh, this is the same. Sh- okay. And yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we you know, hey, and if you're listening, well, you're listening, Sean. So give us a call sometime, buddy. If you wanna, if you wanna talk on the show, right on. So you should. Isn't he going to uh, a dispensary? Um, I don't, I don't know what his story is. I think he's. No. You know, I'm not sure. We'll have to ask him. Well, we got another email from him. Yeah, we did. He said that he knows one of us has an iPhone, and <laughs> both of us have iPhones. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he says he hears him go off, and he starts checking his phone. <laughs> so, sorry, dude. That's funny. <laughs> We're trying to remember to mute him in the future, um, and we'll, we'll get there. We got um, we got an email from him. Yeah. Yep. He said he especially loves the grow tips. I, I hear that, and um, yeah, if if you have any grow oh, well, questions, actually, Sean, yeah. um, we'd love to get your grow questions on the show. And um, mm-hmm. we actually we're gonna have a, a guest upcoming that that is gonna have some uh, grow questions specific specifically for he, us. He's talking about the Lucas formula. Do you remember reading about that back in the day? Is oh, that whoa, a, whoa, yeah, that's he, I don't. He's hmm. talking in this one. Hope to hear more. Good tip I found in oh, wait, hydro. It, isn't that isn't isn't that a GH? It GH, is. Yeah. It's a GH yeah. formula. It's, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sure it works. It's, sh- it's chemi. It's very chemi, but I mean, it's probably very simple and works. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh-huh. reading about that way back in the day, too. When yeah. I was uh, first reading the book. Yeah. Books. I mean, the last, yeah, probably like 2004 what is the last time I heard about it. Overgrow. Overgrow. Overgrow the government. Yeah. yeah. It got shut down. <laughs> it did. I yeah. loved Overgrow. It was, was my favorite. It was the line. resource back in the day. Yeah. yeah it was. That was yeah, the, it was. That was the spot, dude. The what? That here. Oh. What do you got to say? Oh, we got Chunk Norris in here. What's up, Chunk? The first Chunk. that I remember, String Guide. Way, oh, way oh ahead of its Strain Guide, yeah. Strain Guide. I, I never looked at right. that one. Was it? Was uh-huh. it? A, was it specifically about strains, or was it gr- all sorts of gross shit? Uh, actually, there was a forum, and there was a specific Strain Guide uh-huh. that uh, set up differently, where you it had a scroll down in alphabetical order of all the strains, huh? Yep. And there was a photo, wow. and there was and description. About it. Yep. And how long it took? From when I heard of. Overgrow within a year that was gone, and then it just was gone. It was gone, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they got shut. They were operating out of Canada, and I remember that they were the their servers were seized and all their. I loved it, man. I was I so bummed, and I remember that was back when I was young. Still, I got all nervous and a little paranoid about it being taken down. I was like, oh shit. They took down this site. I was using it. Oh my god! Yeah, they, they, they have your IP server. address. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I was uh, still young and a little naive, but you know, happens. So yeah, getting back to Sean's email here. Um, yeah, the Lucas formula. Yeah. What the? That's old school. Way old school, man. Um, yeah, I'm sure it works. I'm sure it's simple and effective. Um, you know, honestly, I I think um, growing. Herbs using chemical nutrients is not as bad as some people make it out to be. What I 
Where I have a problem with non-organic methods are the sprays in particular. People spraying stuff on their nuggets. Crazy Kimmies. Yeah. That um, may be cancerous. Seal or... and ingest those. Yeah. I mean, plants... Using chemical nutrients, you're going to create a soil that's sterile because the chemicals kill beneficial bacteria. That's not to say you can't grow good herbs in that sort of system. It's just not um, organic. Um, but neither is hydro technically either well, in any way. Yeah, I mean, who's yeah. to say what's organic too? Growing lights right. under indoors, or gro- yeah, growing grow growing herb indoors using burning coal to grow pot <laughs> indoors is not organic, organic in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter what kind of nutrients you're using. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's. I'm kind of feeling that too. He kind of agree. He he agrees with us here about our Twitter thing. How it's kind of a circle jerk. <laughs> he says it's cool for pulling uh, certain for pulling certain you know topic related it, it stories. Is, it is good to find stories. Twitter is a good resource for us in that regards. I just don't know if it's good for audience building at all. Yeah, and and you can you can kind of organize your Twitter stuff too. But um, let's see. He's mentioning some new doc, some new. Uh, we were talking about the union. He, how weed won the West. That's his favorite. Have you seen that? Docu- yet? No, I haven't. Have you seen I don't it? think I have either. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, I think it's, yeah, it made me feel kind of uneasy, but it seemed like it was pretty, probably pretty accurate. Huh. Accurate. A depiction of like SoCal in the LA scene. It, oh, it interesting. It made you uneasy. Why? Uh, well, I'll just let you watch it and then maybe okay. you can. Fair enough. We'll just... Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's also saying that the uh, dudes that did Cocaine Cowboys, which I don't know if you guys have seen that. That's a pretty good documentary. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, are doing a, a, a weed document soon. And then mm-hmm. another one he was uh, saying is about to come out is called Mary and Jane. And it's just two hotties talking about growing as far as he can tell. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley, dude. I'm in. I could watch that. I've been on all the ads lately and all these new sites for cannabis. I've been finding uh, I've been finding uh, little ads on the sides. All these hot girls now. The ganja goddesses are everywhere. They're everywhere. Huh. Yeah, they're starting to use... They're, they're using... It's sex cells. It's, it's so what much. a crazy trend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he was saying um, the lady he, the lady last week that was on... Oh, I've got to talk about this lady, too. Yeah, well, I don't remember her name, unfortunately. No, I don't I don't either. Keep she was on, on the uh, the Andrew Judge Andrew Napolitano's... What does he call that show on Fox News? Freedom Watch. Freedom Watch. And Rob Campia from yeah. MPP yeah. was on there uh-huh. too, and she started going. Mustache. She started going <laughs> off about four joints. If you smoke four joints in one week, that equals a pack a day. She was basically Damn. trying to say that weed is way worse than cigarettes for smoking. What stuff. about Donald Tashkin? That was a NIDA-funded study, so that's her folk. That's her peeps that propped that multi-million dollar study up from the most credible cardiopulmonary researcher on the planet. See, I don't know. I don't know anything about that study. See, that's why. That's why you're very helpful here. Sure, you do, Jamie. It's good to have the fact man back on the the show. Have we covered that one before? Oh sure, absolutely. (laughs) Oh sure, for the respiratory. That was what I would refer to as a delightful piece of research. And it's not (laughs) nice. That's a delightful just story or topic in general, man. When it comes to this uh, type of reform movement, because NIDA is the government, of course. It's the National Institute. Uh, what is that for drug abuse or against drug abuse or whatever NIDA anyway they're uh, they're government they're federal government funded you know and they write huge checks and I I believe and perhaps this is just my theory but I'm pretty sure this is what what's going down here they they get this notion where they're gonna like 
pound the the nail in a nail into the coffin of this whole argument and put an end to this shit and just show that it does this atrocious deadly fatal damage you know like like lung or throat cancer that would pretty much be a good example for that and if they say look man if somebody goes look can it pot doesn't really hurt people they, they're gonna go it causes radical throat and lung cancer and kills you just it's just so ugly and yeah that's painful. what this lady was trying to trying to so say, they, they they hired the most credible dude so it'd be ironclad and they could really force the issue whenever they got these great results they were expecting <laughs> anticipating to get back i believe but uh anyway they they say it's you know of course unbiased but uh the truth came back because actually this researcher was unbiased and he said not only did he find no causal connection whatsoever uh, between even like the old smoke bags, I call them the guys that are just been smoking for like four or five decades heavily, like really heavily every day pot for like four. Yeah. For like four decades, the yeah. old heads, right. <laughs> even those dudes, he found no causal relationship whatsoever between cannabis and mouth, throat, lung, cancers um and he did find uh some encourage i don't forget how he worded it. it was very delicate carefully worded but he said some information that was encouraging uh that 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 would encourage further research to see if perhaps some uh thc doesn't attack and kill like aggressively attack and kill some types of cancer cells so i mean so that's that that's that report his name's donald taskin is that what his name is Tashkin, yeah, Tashkin, T-A-S, it's T-A-S-H-K-I-N, but it might be T-A-S-K-I-N. Anyway, okay. I can... Uh, cool, cool, yeah. Look, um, it, Sean was right on with that then. He says that they're just blatant lies, like this girl was just calling out blatant lies last week. And he was wondering why, like, Rob Campia and Judge Napolitano didn't just call her out flat bullshit right there on the spot, because they really didn't over that. And he said, he says here, why, why can't, why if that, even if that is true, why don't we get to talk about vaporizing and eating pot? But um, the, the, the fact is, is it's not true. Smoking marijuana is not as harmful for your, not harmful for your lungs and anywhere in comparison to tobacco. Um, no way. You know, and, and, and you know what? I called her out at this point and I said something that I thought was a little rude. You remember what I said? Did you, did you guys hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember. You remember, what you said. dude? <laughs> I, I feel, okay, I gotta, I gotta kind of apologize because the context could be taken wrong here. Um, she was, they went into asking her, well, you know, cause she was being honest about how harmful alcohol can be too. And she's going on about weed and, and she wants to be a weed prohibitionist. And then they're like, do you want to, you know, what do you think we should prohibit alcohol? And she's all no. And that's when I finally, I think we stopped it. And I said, I wonder if this chick drinks and goes out and acts like a slut. You know, because I do too. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, like people, you know, like it happens. I and I and I realize afterwards that people could take it out of context and think context and think that I apply <laughs> slut to women only. No, 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 no. I, you know, people act like no. sluts sometimes. Men do too. Dude, I've totally been that. Yeah, and what I meant more of was, I wonder if she ever drinks and gets a little, you know. Loses her inhibitions a little bit. She know? gets a little slutty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know, and I don't remember exactly. And I think what, what you're getting at is that that um, that's. I mean, marijuana does not cause sluttiness. Sure, alcohol kind of causes 
sluttiness. I just, you know, it, it, I was getting at that. I don't understand the hangup between the absolute weed prohibitionists, but they're uh-huh. okay with, even though they acknowledge all these social and health issues <laughs> with alcohol, they're still okay. They don't oh, want yeah, to prohibit fun. alcohol. But we don't want to let we don't we don't want to let another bad thing into the society, you know, because because right. marijuana is as bad as alcohol or worse. Right. We should move on oh, to worse. we should move on to another email here <laughs> from Chris from Kentucky. We covered it last week, but he would love to hear your your thoughts on it, Jamie. And he was saying he doesn't oh, yeah. understand like he he didn't think we would subscribe to the whole like treat. Um, let me read his his thing exactly so that I don't screw it up. Do you got it up? I got I it do, here. I do. I got it. So listening to last week's, two weeks ago podcast in particular, the Jim Gray thing. And I think he's talking about Judge Gray, right? Oh. I'm surprised you guys buy into the whole, quote, treat weed like it's alcohol, unquote, thing. Because, I mean, oh. cannabis has distinct and, me- me- and measurable medical benefits while alcohol simply doesn't. I understand that many probe, too many prohibitionists, the weed isn't as bad as alcohol and alcohol is legal argument does have value. But I figured you guys wouldn't like that approach. Or is it more of a just a win the argument by whatever means necessary sort of thing? That was his email. Mm. So there's a few, there's a couple things to address there. What do you think about yeah. the, tr- what do you think about the treat weed like it's alcohol thing? I don't think we should, I don't think that's necessarily uh, my approach, or I don't think any of us really said we ought to treat weed like it's alcohol per se. I mean, directly, I think that it's definitely the comparison is, is useful. Sure. For all of us. There's certain things that we do think it should be treated like alcohol. Like we don't think people should be smoking and Regulated, driving. We don't think people should be adults. smoking and driving. So like we would, you know, yes, an age limit. So, we, you know, that's similar to alcohol. Control. Yeah, right. Regulation. Then, you know, then it's regulated and controlled and taxed and everything. That's like alcohol too, right? I mean, but not exactly like alcohol. You know what? I think no. Chris's, Chris's uh, biggest holdup was we played the clip of, of him – of Judge Jim Gray talking about it, and then we didn't object to it immediately thereafter. Well, we didn't want to object because he was saying basically that he thinks weed should be t- treated just like alcohol. And I would imagine <laughs> that if you ask Jim Gray really what he means there, uh, yeah, too, or no, the I'm, general things yeah, about driving and it being taxed right. and regulated, and you know having age limits. These are these are Jim Gray's talking points about marijuana. Yes, they're yep. the same things he talks mm-hmm. about in it. And I I imagine when it comes down to it. They'll think different things like the intoxication levels for cannabis are going to be different than alcohol. Um, You know, I don't know. It's not that it's it's to me, it's not treating it just like alcohol. It's that some things are a little are going to be, you know, a little similar to alcohol. Does that make any sense? That's kind of. Yeah, it makes sense. To a point. I hope I hope you're happy, Chris. (laughs) I hope you're happy, Chris. We, we tried again. We, we tried again there to explain it. You know, uh, uh, if let us know, email us. Does that make any sense, dude? And then the is it more of a? Um, oh, and this this thing that you said the to to you, you understand that to many prohibitionists, the weed isn't as bad as alcohol, and alcohol is legal. Argument does have value. Here's my deal. Yeah. I don't think that anything really matters to prohibitionists. I think arguing <laughs> with strict prohibitionists, prohibitionists is like talking to the fucking wall. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people in the middle that are much more easier that we can convince about this argument. When you're trying to convince the, I don't even know, 25% of the you know, electric maybe that's strict prohibitionists, 
Mm-hmm. What's the point? We don't. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. It's you, like, yeah, your effort is better spent on on the middle. I think so. I mean, that would. You've be... said that a few times, uh, Pot, and I think yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, I just I don't know. That's that's kind of how I feel. But anyway, yeah, we got. I agree. Emails. Let us know if any of that makes sense, dude. And uh, what else? Do we get any other emails? Yeah, we got uh, we got one from Staley. Another one from Staley. Sta- uh, oh wait, wait, wait. We had a. <clears throat> What's up with Staley? It's not Stanley. It's not Stanley. Can, I know. I yeah. owe you fucking dinner, dude, and a beer and beers. Uh huh. I do. I uh-huh. owe you. He's a Staley. he's a man. How do you know that? He's a man because he did sent he me an reply? email. Sent me an email. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, he said just you. And an he email. says I owe him. I owe him. I owe him dinner and beers too. I think that's about right. Uh, yeah. You call I, a dude a girl, and you, yeah, yeah. I, Take him out at least. I ain't never been to Washington <laughs> before. I've always really been infatuated with. Uh, Walla Walla Washington, though. Always. Walla Walla, 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 walla Washington. Like saying it. It's one of my verbal warm-ups. It's walla, really awesome Washington. to say, though. Actually. <laughs> it is. It's really awesome. I like it. So um, where are you from? Walla Walla. Walla Walla Washington. <laughs> and I wonder if anyone just ever, like, can't stop saying Walla. They're like, Walla 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 Yeah. It happens, probably. Stoners. Um, <laughs> what did he say in his email, Jamie? Let's see here. Let me check into his email. Um, oh, well, he's in Washington his... State. He's yes. talking about Pierce County and the laws around where he's from. Um, it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I think there's a lot of confusion going on with their laws over there. Um, What's the but... confusion? People aren't following them completely or they're not on the books completely. What's the but, deal? you know, it's peculiar. What really happened, I think, in Washington State, they said, okay, Medical marijuana is legalized. <laughs> that's it. And that's it. That's what they, that's all they well, said. They didn't say how oh, you're supposed to get medical that's, that's marijuana. That's what happened in, in California really? in 1996. Yeah, you're supposed to work yeah. your way through these it issues, really man. really mess them up. They were like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's caused some problems down the road uh, subsequently, and they're they're just going to have to work this stuff out. I mean, they're just going to have to get some uh, doggone dispensaries going on and some doggone well, understood laws. Well, they laws. have some, don't they're they? Clearly written and they, clearly stated. But they have they have dispensaries because he's saying in his email here in Tacoma, the city actually sold business licenses to several co-ops. But he's saying, mm-hmm. however, now the local police are forging medical documents, meaning their recommendations, in order to verify if the cops are checking if, if the co-ops are checking the paperwork. Right there. So, right. The, so, so what the cops are doing is they're taking matters into their own hands here on a regular on a regulatory sort of thing. Wait, like, even uh, even though the city has given the, the dispensaries permission. Yes. So what Staley the, wrote. Unfortunately, the owner of this one this one co-op didn't do his job and now had his uh MMJ co-op raided. Listen, it's the 10 that's the 1034 right on time there, Jamie, huh? Up oh, the 1034. Yeah. I hear, I hear it. Is it coming through? No. Oh, are you guys oh, yeah. hearing the Amtrak? <laughs> oh yeah, the ten thirty four. It's right on time. <laughs> it is right on time. Ten thirty four. Yeah, our yeah. listeners probably love the train. You know, if we got any. Bought a house like a, ton, a long time ago. I bought a house, and I was like, dude, really? For this house is that much? That's the ten thirty four. Killer price. What's up with that? And it was like, that's an awesome price. And it's what? It's like this eighty some year old woman, and it had this old steel beam foundation. We're like, dude, you didn't even make a 
feel like this anymore. What a great deal. It's like the little old lady from Pasadena, but with a house. <laughs> and we were stoked. We get in there, man. I kid you not. The first freaking day we move in, we get some chairs and some furniture. We sit down in the furniture in the living room. We're like, ah, and all of a sudden, oh my god the whole walls and everything the entire house was rumbling it was like visibly shaking and we were about 50 yards from a train track and it just went we're like oh we're holding on to the furniture and we're yelling you couldn't even hear us yelling at each other we can see each other yelling going what the what the hell is that Oh, it was a nightmare, man. Yeah, in Kentucky, they got little old, great, like eighteen hundreds <laughs> houses right right next to the train tracks, dude. I, I right mean, next. I mean, it, it doesn't oh, muffle God, it at just... all. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. Sleeping on one of them things. <laughs> and they come by so frequently there too. But you know, as as uh, as crazy and obnoxious as that was, it was like shit. Just a matter of months, really. And I was totally acclimated to it, man. Yeah. I wouldn't even know. Now you're used to... to go by all the time, and I'd just be. Yeah, eventually, eventually, Matt and I and all of our listeners will become acclimated to it too. And our iPhones, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, the, the trains <laughs> and the phones. <laughs> so this, okay. So Staley's saying here that um, what's oh, going on is the the co-ops are so the cops are taking fake recommendations, and then the uh, co-ops are not um, are not actually checking like to make sure that they're. <laughs> real recommendations and they're selling yeah. them pot now and so then that we about, they go in and sh- and arrest the owners Wait, can and I, they raid the houses Wait, can of I, the owners hold, hold on, and shit on. too they're they're not checking the cops paperwork okay so they go into a club right uh-huh. when you go into a club you give them your, right. your id uh-huh, your, uh-huh. and your recommendation uh-huh. and they take it uh-huh. and then they don't call and check to make sure that it's a valid Dude, recommendation. Does Washington have a system set up in place well, to, to take calls like that, like California does? This is does? where we would like to have Staley in this conversation. Yeah, sure. So Staley should set up a time with us to talk because I'm not exactly sure if it, there's any like Secretary of State memo going down, what it is. Mm-hmm. I think all this sort has stuff has to sort of sort itself itself out out and through these court cases and stuff and determine whether or not they can actually charge them with like okay well in any case the cops are forging like i mean if if you forged an identification and went into a liquor store and tried to purchase alcohol it's illegal it's illegal illegal. you're not supposed i mean i what what, what do you got to say Chunk, what's up, Chunk? Well, what about Chunk? our rights? Just in general, you can't do that. You can't just put somebody else's whole day because you have your your own prerogative. I mean, I just right. don't think that's fair. It seems it seems a little weird for the cops to be able to do something illegal like that to in order to. Isn't that like isn't isn't that like entrapment or something, man? Almost, and I'm sure they're going to argue argue that we've been having a lot of issues with entrapment as an argument. For... It's, it's entrapment, man. <laughs> What's, that's a line from a movie. Isn't that like entrapment, man? I forget what that's so from. So is the idea here that they would put some bogus thing where they're not, they should not be approved. Well, and they're the, sending it. In yeah, they should. The the basically what should happen is is at the door they should say, okay, let me see your stuff, and then they should sit toe, down, and then they should go in. They should be like, I. Can't I can't, I can't get a hold of anyone at this phone number or this seem this something's not right with your recommendation. We can't let you in. Yeah, what, what that's what the cops are saying. What anyway. Washington really needs is a system that allows the dispensaries to call and verify that uh, a, a recommendation is legitimate. 
Right, and they you do know, not currently have calling that services. I mean, we we do maybe. not we do not know that they do not have that. Right. If so. I mean, you know, that's the here's we the know thing, for right? positive that they definitely should. Well, have I'll, it. I'll tell you yeah. what. When I was when I was up at uh, at the Hemp Fest in Seattle, there were dozens of people trying to solicit me to uh, uh, go and seek a doctor's recommendation while you were there. Uh huh. With. Um, cards and whatnot. Really? And can you do that with a California? No, no, no. But they assumed I was from Seattle, oh, probably trying you know? to sell you cards. Yeah, uh-huh. So and they're like, "Come, have a recommendation." So maybe the deal in Washington <laughs> is is not everyone's really? jumped on the bandwagon yet. Not every single stoner has their medical card there. Probably that's what's you know, like probably in California, not, yeah. like like. You barely you like <laughs> someone doesn't have their their someone that smokes weed doesn't have their script. You're like, what? Why not? <laughs> Why? You know, like it's pretty rare nowadays, but maybe in Washington, we some of those things would be good to clarify with us, uh, Staley. Um, and if we could do a phone call, that'd be great. But uh, unfortunately for for these owners, the other thing that happens is after they've screwed this up, which is a potential screw up for them, just because like I don't know, you know, like maybe they need to be checking the scripts. Maybe that's the rules there. Um, uh, they go and raid their houses and stuff after that as well. Yeah, okay, so what's up with that? Well, they so they seem like separate issues to me. Like, how can you just because I well, guess okay. because they're saying you sold drugs to not in a medical? They're saying you sold right, and you know that's we, uh, you're a drug I, dealer. I, I, I'm going to take your line. We talked about this earlier. If if mm-hmm. if I'm working in a, at a liquor store and I and someone comes in with a fake ID and I sell them booze, right. Um, I mean, I am, I am, that is a criminal offense for me, but the, I'm probably going to get like a $500 ticket. Ticket. Yeah. A ticket. A not ticket. a misdemeanor. It's a citation. Not, it's yeah. Not, and, it, and it's against your business and then your business is, it, it, you know, and it differ, it's different in different states and, and yeah, for alcohol or tobacco, that's how it works. But for pot, it's, they get to raid your fucking house and take all your plants and your equipment and your money and shut your business and, um, you know, and the, the the difference there is, is that they're they're what they're saying is, is they're saying no, marijuana is a drug, and it's different because booze is illegal. You know, like booze is legal, and here we still mm. have these two separate systems. Where in Washington, obviously, there's legal weed and there's illegal weed. There's not legal booze and illegal booze anymore, for the most part. You know, I mean, even though I know some moonshine still exists, but. You know, like that's why I guess they don't go raid the the to bat, the person that sells cigarettes to minors. They don't go raid her house because there's nothing there. Can I can I digress for a second course, on dude. totally a different point? <laughs> yep. I I mean I was I was talking about Seattle Hemp Fest the other day, and one of the speakers they had on the main stage got up there. He was there for about three minutes, and I forget his name, but they introduced him as someone from the Rainbow Family. And yeah. he, he got up on stage and uh, he was talking about how even after pot is legalized and yada, 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 there will mm. still be a need for, oh, I can't even remember what the thing he was yelling, but for black market weed is what he was mm. getting at. And he was, he was emphasizing the fact that people should buy weed that is not taxed after the government has its hand in it. Hmm. It's, and he's trying to he's trying to preach this to people so that there continues to be a underground market. Yeah, apparently, for and I mean the organizers mm-hmm. of Hempfest gave him his three minutes on stage to get down with this too. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I just I I was passing by the stage, and I'm 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 it's never gonna work. 
I mean, for there's marketing there, will take over. Maybe. Uh, well, unless it, yeah. Unless it's condoned. Yeah, maybe. Unless, Chunk. unless it happens organically and it's so big, it has to be accepted to some degree because it's part of American culture. Right, like I mean, alcohol. There's still uh, there's still black market alcohol deals for people yeah. that want white lightning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still exists, right? Right, yeah, especially if you have. I mean, if there's something you can't get that you want, you know, may, well, like that, hash that is, oil may not the, be legalized ever. So there still may be hash oil. Sure, you know, s- I mean, s- certain strains. Uh, you know, if you can't get you know the strain you want at a local dispensary, maybe. Potentially, mm-hmm. definitely, super silver haze. So we're still guessing there'll be a black market, but 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 the black market won't have propped well, up artificially high prices anymore. I, I guess I'm not making a um uh, uh you know a moral decision gotcha. or a, a anything a conclusion to what sure, what sure. he was talking about. I'm just bringing it up because I thought it was really interesting that he was preaching that everyone should. Try to continue to uh-huh. participate in a tax-free uh-huh. uh, economic model, yeah. no matter what happens. Although I, I think you, I mean right. you, you've said Truly it. Truly free the weed. You, you've said it, Pot. Um, if 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 you want to participate, I mean, you, you have to participate in one system or the other. You're going to be working with right. the government, or you're going to be working with the mob. It's yeah. true. That's it's true. that's what it. That's what the Prop 19 question really boils down to, right? You're going to be the, the mob. You, kills you can work. People. You can work with the mob, or they you can work with the government. People. Yeah. They both kill people. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think the mob kills less people. <laughs> right, but when we're Bots, talking about the, when we're talking about with the government too. We're talking about businesses, not just the government. We're talking about like legal businesses, and not you know. I don't. I don't know if I, I can articulate on this completely. Uh, maybe it's not that clear because at some level the mob. And the government are connected as well. Of course, you know, right. and then you get <laughs> right. that right. Like something out in your guys' state, crazy going on with the mob and the government being connected <laughs> in Jesus. Illinois. There, jeez, forget about it. Did I tell the, you guys uh, I saw Rod Blagojevich Blagojevich on uh, on the <laughs> Celebrity Apprentice? Uh huh. Before. I don't know if he's in jail yet. No, I heard he was going to be on that show. Dude, what a fucking he's on Survivor. He's another TV tour. This, this is my. This is. I'm, I think after after he found out that I mean after he realized that it was going to go bad for him as governor, uh. his his motive was to do nothing more than make a brand out of his name so that he could make yeah. you know sell Rod his million dollar blow a bitch. He's how, no name. seriously after after. <laughs> After he's been governor, he's probably made more money because right. he because of the whole scandal. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Seriously, Did you see him on the Daily Show he's going to write a book and he's been on all these TV shows and yada yada yada. Yeah. Seriously, he's going to go to jail, right? He was on. I the, don't uh, think the, so. Uh, the Daily Why Show, not, just dude? Why not? Jamie's he going to go to jail? Um. For That's trying to sell up. a Senate seat, dude. It depends. If they retry him and they actually have something he's not in going the prosecution, to, he's then not going he'll to jail. potentially go to jail, I think. With this one conviction and additional ones added to it, I think there'll be some type of jail time, I would I would guess. 30 days? But that's if. That's if he gets the additional convictions. Uh, that's a bunch of fucking Okay, bullshit. wait, wait, wait. Even, even if... If he does go to jail, how many? How long will his sentence be? Come on! I don't know. It sucks. I don't would, even would talk you, about I think worst case scenario, he's would not you, get even would a you fraction go to j- of what he's supposed to get. Would you go to jail for six months for five million dollars, ten million dollars? 
uh, for a, some sort of business deal that was worth that much money? Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot that's longer than that's that. what I'm saying. That's why I'm pissed because you're telling me he's not might not go to jail. It's just <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> he deserves some to, jail time for that kind of money. for $5 million. I, I don't. I, well, they're going to let me go in, ten, in six months. Yeah. And we are right. criminals for using okay, marijuana. Yeah. Did we did we get through um, uh, Staley's no, email? No, he has a long email here. He has a cool oh. question down here, though. Let's move on. And he says, is there a federal process similar to how California got Prop 19 on the ballot? No. No, no there is no not. voter initiative for the federal Things government. Things would be out of fucking control if there was. <laughs> yeah, then they will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be some crazy shit, dude. Like, you, you could, I mean, if you got enough um, uh, representatives and, you know, senators to uh, uh, get the legislation through or uh, get an amendment through it, you need two-thirds to, to, for an amendment, you need two-thirds of both bodies, is that right? Or uh, two-thirds yeah. of the states and uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. You need a lot of people to say yes on an amendment to the constitution. To the constitution that would allow for voter propositions. Yeah, it'd be cr- it'd be crazy. That's huge. I wonder yeah. if there's any countries that. Or have it can a- be a certain number of state percentage of states. It's huge though. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's like two thirds of if the states want to do it by themselves. Or is that right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a it's lot. Huge. Thanks. It's highly improbable. Thanks, Staley, for bringing that up because it's an interesting question, and it would be that would be a good way to to go about it for this. But you know, the thing about that then too is you'd have other social issues being lumped in, and and I don't know. I'm in some ways I'm all about these voter the voter initiatives, and in some ways I'm not. Um, so. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of a double edged sword. Sometimes we should move on from the emails, guys. We've uh, yeah, he, he yeah, he we, does say thanks for the show, and um, we appreciate that. Thanks for the email, Staley. Staley, we want to talk to you, dude. You need to it's get a hold a of dude us for and, sure. Yeah, you need to. Okay. It is definitely a guy, <laughs> and uh, when we get to meet him someday, I owe him dinner and beers, and I owe you yeah. too, Matt, because. I think wings and beers for me. I think that was the deal. Wing, would you? Hey, would you beers. rather have a town full of stoned people or drunk people? Stoned. 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 Yeah. No question. I mean, we already do question. have a town full of stoned, drunk people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. I, but yeah, this, you really think you would, you would like people to be drunk? No. Chunk. I wish nobody was drunk. Chunk. Chunk. Do you want people oh. to be drunk? <laughs> I, I like. I was just drunk this Saturday. And yeah. I had so you a would blast. be a drunk so. chunk. So you'd rather have the whole town drunk, or stoned. well, I guess what, that's the question. If it, if if it's one or the if other, it's an either or or proposition, you can. They can all be drunk or they can all be stoned. Which would you prefer? Yeah. Staley asked that. Okay, chunk doesn't that's go for easy. drunk. I think so if too. It, if it's like that, yeah, it's one or the other. It's that's like in question. a vacuum, kind of. So a there you hard... go, man. That's our answer. Uh, unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous. <laughs> Stoners, as we're. <laughs> hey, I got a magic trick for everybody. We might be getting a magician on the air eventually too. Wait, can you do magic on the radio? I, I can do magic on the radio. Nice. I got this big fat joint. And I'm going to make art. it disappear. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Everyone, pay attention here. <laughs> it's burning now. It will be gone. It's the <laughs> it's the 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 most uh, the 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 new radio magic with pot. Is, is this an actual segment? Just Are we waiting up. for something? No, we're not waiting for anything. Now we're moving on from the emails. I was just bullshitting for a second. Cool. Yeah, appreciate uh, that. Yeah, it'll disappear, and I'll let everyone know. See magic. What do you say? When you do? <laughs> what do you do? A magic trick. 
not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> no, we can't sing that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, whoa, we're on to the California. Oh, we're on the news. How about that? We're going to get to news today, guys. <laughs> we don't have heard that myth about that that supercalifragilistic whatever whatever. What uh, that means supposedly? No, is it something about it's doing like heroin? Pagan or something? No, it was like back in the day. I didn't know if it was an old wives' tale or what do you call those things? Yeah, Remember? old wives' tale. I don't know. Yeah, there's another a word fable? for them. But yeah, anyway, uh, they they said that the the miners back in the old way, long time ago, the, the miners used to come in and they would go to town and they would have hooker prostitutes in there and they wanted well, they would want the works, but they were too embarrassed to say it. So they would say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Get out. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that and they could like that's how they that's how they scored like, hookers. That's yeah, yeah, that's how they told them they wanted the works. And Disney found us <laughs> of trivia and decided to use it for a child song, uh, or you know. But that's what the rumor was, and I was like, I don't know if that's true or is that. I don't know. It was a campy area, uh, you know, or era. I mean, when when Walt Disney was alive and kicking. That's crazy. It was a, a tripped out mentality in that time frame. I know something that's true. So I don't tripped really out in this time frame. Los Angeles is in the middle of a political war when it comes to dispensaries, dude. It's getting crazy yeah, down, down there. With that, man? It's getting crazy down there, man. First of all, they're kind these stories kind of like point towards the fact that like all these ones that are supposed to be closed are closed, but we all know they're not all closed. Not quite closed. Not quite. And um what just happened was a, a city attorney in LA filed a suit to close all but 41 of the dispensaries. So the number's gone from Whoa, like, whoa. 41? 41. Uh, they, uh, uh, what, remember when we were having issues trying to determine what the fallout was going to be? It was like somewhere between 100 and 200 dispensaries. Mm-hmm. The official number, remember we found the map somewhere. There's 135 is what they that thought. That were grandfathered in? Right. Uh-huh. That, no, no, that, that were going to be still eligible. You don't, uh, you were not, no one is grandfathered in in L.A. It's all about the zoning. If you're improperly zoned, then you are. The, but you still have to have your application in by a certain date. But that's but it wasn't for a grandfather. It's just because okay, well, okay, you, that's what I meant, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and if you were allowed to stay open, and, and it, some people could put in op, um, put in uh, applications to get to continue their business, even though they were in a, a bad zoning spot. Mm-hmm. But then they'll be forced to move, move somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah, they, the zoning. Oh, right. They have to find new customers. Well, and new customers and a a place <laughs> that works in uh-huh. the zoning, which right. is a really tight guideline um and apparently what's going on now so we were thinking oh my god we're going to go from a thousand to 135 dispensaries in los angeles really what's about to happen now is they're trying to shut it down 41 from from a thousand to 135 is the cut it was around they had around a thousand shops to begin with and when they put this ordinance into place they thought that it was going to cut it down to 135 and now wow. these 135 are just now getting letters explaining to them that they uh, that as many uh, almost a hundred of them are going to have to shut down okay. because they're not actually Whoa. within the zoning guidelines. So now they're trying to cut it even further from 135 to 41. Wow! So they're wow. just continuing in the whole LA area. There will be 41. That's crazy. And, and I don't know. It's it's the, see. This is a city I thing don't know, too. Man. I'm they're confused big on, and dank and well done. 41 should probably. 
No, because okay. traffic is such a fucking issue in LA, dude. The, the, the fewer and fewer dispensaries that there are, the further people Harder have to go and the more time they have to spend in a car. And that's not right. easy on people. And that was one of the things so, Staley was saying in his email about Tacoma is that it's a bummer that they're closing these shops because it makes it harder on him to get his weed and he needs it for his back. And so um, how many how many do you think is appropriate? Dude, it's it's I, man, like the ballpark. I think that it's I, I think it's comparable. I think that there should be I think weed should be as easy to get as alcohol is, Smuts. man. I mean, I, I don't know. It should there should be. Oh. I don't know. I'm not like in a store. I mean, there should be in every re reasonable community. There should be able to be a, a dispensary. Well, more than one competition. Really? We should allow that. Shouldn't it be up to the neighborhood yeah. to make those decisions? I, then you're really getting into like local politics there. I think that's a good idea, Chunk. I don't know how you go about doing that, though, because then you start breaking, you know. But yeah, that would be that's great. That's where it goes to. Right. Like you draw a, what, draw a circle around a dot on a map and then have a some sort of vote or, or, or go through city council or whatever. Well, uh, I would think that it would just be the same as... Uh, I'm thinking more of for the people. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still people that want to do this to make some money. And, you know, that should be allowed for those people to do that and not have to move their house and move their families just to do what may be wanted in that community. Anyways, it seems seems too much, too fast. Just to it, kick everyone out, all these or, businesses. Well, to it seems like they're trying to stuff everybody in a corner. And they've tried that... And, it doesn't work. I don't think it'll work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Don't you think that most of these people probably put like everything they had into getting this going? And I think that the ones that really want so, to be legal, yes. But I think what's happening in Los slightly. Angeles because it's L.A. is it's kind of going. This is is where you've talked about in the past. If you uh, don't continue moving forward, you'll move backwards, and you're starting yeah. to get black market again in L.A. Right. And black market isn't black market. It's just the fact that the shop's not supposed to be open, but it's staying open to its regular community customers that they know and selling right. weed to them, but it's not legal anymore because it's not a legal <laughs> operating business. But in L.A., it's happening still. So not, you know, nowhere near all all thousand clubs are shut down. A lot of these clubs are still right. kind of operating. And it's moving like... It's moving like black. So it's like moving backwards. You know what I mean? Like what you've talked about in the past. How yeah. if they screw it up, it'll go backwards. And that's kind of cause, and that's not supposed to be happening. Right. Because people don't want to travel in L.A. Once they're done with their day and they've already spent their two hours in their car, they sure as hell don't want right. to have to get back out to go on another hour and a half session to get somewhere and get their herb. But I mean, isn't there a lot of delivery services there? Well, and they're starting to apparently they're starting to try and bust on that shit in L.A. too. Yeah, I mean well, that would be ideal, you know, if you're not if you yeah. if you don't want to if you don't want to f with the traffic and all, you know. Straddle like, lounger, dude, I would put like a friggin' button where you open up the arm of the straddle lounger, and then there'll be a button in there that has like a weed symbol on it, and I could push it. And it <laughs> they'll, they'll like bring me some super silver haze. <laughs> That's awesome. So you could like drive around L L.A. Like, and Tuesday, sell an armored truckload every day. <laughs> armored yeah. truck. And you'd, you'd, yeah. You'd, yeah, that 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 would be that'd be a good job. Okay, huh? so I'm sorry to interrupt. No, Chuck. So what? Um, how how can they? People sell flowers out of their house. Uh -huh. So do you need to be zoned to sell flowers or marijuana out of your house? To now, marijuana flowers? I think if it depends on the circumstances. If you're like, 
Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. So can uh-huh. you do that? Even for flowers, yeah, you do, do you to some to, degree. Yeah. yeah. Even if for you, flowers, you can you can have your same thing where you have like one sale every couple weeks or whatever uh-huh. or every month, but you can't mm-hmm. have a fucking garage sale in your yard every day between eight and five o'clock at night. It's, yeah, it's technically you cannot although, do that. <laughs> although you know people who do that. You do. Know people who do that. But not personally. But moved. you've seen it. Yeah. They moved. <laughs> bye bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Shit birds. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in Cali? Uh, I know people have been smoking on some grapefruit haze. That's the, one of the flavors of the month. Uh, yeah. yeah, you like that stuff, don't you, Chunk? Yeah, I do. It was great. It was. Grapefruit haze. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit haze. What's that made of? I don't know. I don't I don't know exactly to be honest. I think well it'd be some sativa. I have seen some mentions of Cinderella ninety nine, but I've also seen Oh, it's a great strain from oh, the yeah. Brothers Grimm. Oh yeah. It's not around uh, anymore. I've not seen it. Yeah, I don't no, know where, I haven't either. I don't know where you Cinderella ninety nine was fantastic. I've I've seen I've seen a dispensary that claimed to have it and I'll tell you what, it was not what I remember. It's not the thing. Yeah, was, what's up with yeah, the, was, uh, what's up with this Prop 19 endorsement, Jamie? We talked a little about. Yeah, what's it last up? Another week. big one. Did you guys discuss this? I think uh, briefly last week. You do remember um, that part then? Um, well, not in detail. I don't think but, we did know, it good I was enough. So for out of it. Um, whenever I was checking out your, the show, yeah, and, and you weren't around for it, so we should get your your take on it. You guys it. are going. Oh man, I'm winded, and I was like, <laughs> so. But I, I can briefly remember this, and it was anyway. It's, it's a huge thing for Prop 19. It's the National Black Police Association. Um, this was, I believe, uh, August 19 took place. They became the latest group to endorse uh, California's Prop 19 for the. Uh, of course, that's the November ballot measure um, that would make uh, cannabis legal for adults 21 years and older. Um, the Los Angeles Times featured a story. Um, that stated that the National Black Police Association has about 15,000 members. So that's pretty good. It's, and it's uh, the second African-American organization to back the measure. I don't know what What do you take of that? You don't, you, I mean, it not? seems natural. The drug war is indisputably a race war. You know, and these individuals, or it adversely uh, affects them. These if National yeah. Black Police Association members, the... Uh, uh, what is this? The California NAACP members. These these African American members of these organizations undoubtedly uh, see in their minority population um, their people going and incarcerating their people unfairly. And so, I mean, you know, they're talking to their parents and their moms and their families who they confide in about these things. And they're like, so, you know, it's not going to get past them. They're seeing this is this is unnecessary and highly detrimental, um, you know, based on their race. It, it's it's really biased. The laws in general are biased toward people with brown skin. I think. Yeah, his, uh, a retired cop from a 25 year with 25 years of experience said it means that we will be locking up less African-American men and women and children who are using drugs. And so that's their and but that the thing is, is they're the these two organizations happen to, you know, um, have, uh, um, ties with the African-American community, obviously. And they, they are so far the only national organizations to support prop 19, I believe. I don't 
know of any others. Have you heard of any other big national organizations? Not, not officially. And the Democrats were talking about they were going to possibly support it officially. And then the, they said, the, no, the, we're not the, going no. to. And they're like, I don't even know what they're doing. That's the worst thing I think they can do what, on any issue, though. <laughs> wasn't it just the California NAACP, too? It wasn't the national you NAACP? Said last yeah. week. Was it just the California? Yeah, I think so. And you think so, yeah. too, Jamie? Okay. Okay. So it yeah, wasn't it. So this is the only national organization, like full-on national organization, then, to do it, which is huge. Huge. Yeah, it's but, a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, Leap uh, Leap's uh, executive director, Neil Franklin, who's very well-spoken. Um, he's a retired, uh, I think he's 34 years. He has some kind of, I forgot what his position, like a major or something. It was something impressive. He was on the Massachusetts State Police. Anyway, he uh, he's currently the the executive director of LEAP, and he is, uh, we have, do we have a clip? You, uh, oh, yeah, we got a clip. I'm sorry I wasn't prepared for that. But, uh, yeah, we can okay. roll it right now. Yeah, let's roll it. Check it out what he says. This guy is pretty awesome. This is one that you may not expect. The National Black Police Association is backing California's proposal to legalize marijuana. And Neil Franklin is the executive director of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, who is joining us now. Sir, I appreciate your time. I just want to get in simplest of terms. What is your argument for making marijuana legal? Well, our argument for making marijuana legal from the law enforcement, uh, uh, law enforcement officers uh, is primarily violence in this country. Uh, the cartel are now in over 230 cities in our country. Uh, with that comes violence. We have our neighborhood gangs. With that comes violence. And it's all attributed to prohibition of drugs in this country. And in order to eliminate that violence and harm, we have to eliminate our war on drugs. And, and, while, this conversation, and while this conversation over marijuana and the potential legalization of it continues and has been going for quite a while now, a new poll done by the Sacramento Bee in California shows that 51% of people in that state believe marijuana should be legalized, but fewer support Prop 19, just 47%. So I guess the question is, when it comes down to it, does this stand a chance? Well, absolutely. I believe it does stand a chance. You see, because 74%, roughly around uh, three out of four Americans already believe that our current drug policies have failed and have failed dramatically. And if that's the case, then we should be having a serious conversation in our nation's capital. We should be having these conversations, these discussions about a new direction in every state capital. Uh, Americans are beginning to realize that we have to make this move, that we have to move in a new direction. And when you look at Mexico and the 28,000 plus that have been murdered since 2006 sure. by the cartel, when you look at that, it's it's only a matter of time before we have serious violent crime displacement. And you see it now in, the, in, in Arizona. Yeah. That recent shooting down there was not the result of undocumented workers. It, it was dealing with uh, the uh, marijuana trade, illegal marijuana Understood. trade coming across that border. Neil Absolutely. Franklin, and we appreciate your time. Neil Franklin, the executive director of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. Thanks for visiting with us live on MSNBC. Appreciate it. My pleasure. I think we played that last week. Mm. Uh, was it that exact clip? I think it was, yes. Oh. I remember the part where he said 51% of Californians support legalizing uh -huh. marijuana, but only 46% support Prop 19. Uh -huh. I remember him saying that <laughs> in the same interview, I think. Let us know, listeners. <laughs> Oops. Um, but, uh, yeah, what do, what do you think of that, Jamie? That's, the vi that's, take, that's looking at it from the mm. violence aspect. I don't, we don't, we, you know, we don't 
talk about it all the time um, on the show, but it's a uh, it's a good a good perspective on it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very sound perspective on that. I mean, I think a lot of white uh, citizens should be standing up just as equal as the black citizens about the disparity toward black uh, and African American individuals from the drug laws or within the drug laws. I think they're, I mean, anybody that looks at any of the FBI or the national st- statistics can sh- can e- readily see that it's nas- nationwide, it's a, uh, it's a huge disparity. White people um, inevitably are doing most of the drugs and black people are getting busted and sent to prison most of the time by a big margin too, you know? I mean, it, it really, it really is uh, astonishing to me. It took, it took a, well, actually I was proud that it was uh, Dick Durbin, Richard Durbin, Senator from Illinois, um, U.S. Senator from Illinois. It, it took him to uh, put forth legislation to try to uh, reduce the cocaine disparity, which is it's it, it's clearly racially biased. I mean, it was like a hundred times more for crack cocaine, right, uh, than it was for powder cocaine. And these two substances are like chemically exact; it's, it's the same stuff, the same effects, and yet one type is typically in the suburb or middle class white people's environment or upper class white people. And the other one is typically in uh, minority or lower income areas. The ghetto. Right. The ghetto, you know? And it, it, it's ridiculous. And even, even though this made obvious sense, this legislation was argued and fought against, and they had to come to a compromise, and it was huge. It was like 100 to 1 disparity. But it was, uh, they reduced it to 18 to 1. So look, now it's, it ended up at 18 to 1. Which is still which is crazy. Enormous. Yeah. It is still it's crazy. crazy huge. Yeah. I mean, but it's better. But it's way better it than better. 100. Yeah. I mean, it's we, bizarre how the drug rules work. Just like, They're so harsh and damaging that people get any kind of a, um, a, a chance, a shot at you know making a big jump like that. And they're like, yeah, it's better than what we've got now by far. It's it is. It. Yeah. It's, it. it's just like Prop 19 is better than what we have now. The best we've seen. Yeah, it's perfect It is. It's the best we've seen yet. And that's... Yeah. And we should vote for Prop 19 because it's better than what we have now. It doesn't mean we have to end the fight, people. Well, that's what we're talking about right and, here. And I mean... According to so- Jack Herrera's brother, if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. did he not say uh, in son, the letter that I... Son. Who oh, it was his son. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, did he? Did his family member? Did he not a, say that? Yeah. Uh, Jack would would have definitely been for. He it. says Jack, Jack would have supported it. Jack had a history of before propositions made the ballot opposing them, and as soon as they made the ballot supporting them. Not as right. soon, but eventually. Well, he, he would yes. talk about what the problems with them are because he'd yeah. say they don't go far enough, so you can't give up right. the fight. Clearly, he never said give up the fight. Yeah. He, he always supported the thing and said, "Let's not give up the fight." Definitely. I'm, Do not. We cannot come become complacent. I want to see what Dennis Perone. What's why is Dennis Perone so against Prop Nineteen? What's his deal? Have you read his his reasoning for not liking Prop Nineteen? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a it was a type the way they're doing it. I think it was kind of like the fifty one percent of of Californians are for legalization, but only forty seven percent. And you know that that big difference of people, that amount of people that's not for 
Prop 19, but it's for it's, legalization. You're saying it's all about how they do it. They're like, yeah, this is what we do agree that we should do, but that's not how we think we should do it. Are you it. saying he's saying that uh, for political reasons? Yeah, well, he's saying that because he's got a different idea of how it should be done. I'm not really clear on what his views are. Well, do, but, I wonder when it comes down to it if he'll vote yes for it. I wonder if I don't know how that's going to work either. Will he changes? You never know what someone's going to say in the voting booth. These things make such a big deal to people. Their arguments from authority and and it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, like they're they're fallacies, really. I mean, but the, I mean, we listen to other people's opinions, obviously. But like, it's sure. crazy how this sort of stuff that we're talking about, Dennis Perone, Jack, how it matters so much to people and how they're going to vote on a certain issue. It's absolutely. Crazy. I mean, you know, like I don't know. It's uh. That's just how I'm how I'm feeling about it, but it, it does matter to people. And, and Jack's family said that he would support it. And and I, from from learning his his, his history um, on other other initiatives before that, would I would I would agree that he probably would. And I wonder if Dennis Perone will change his mind. Uh, we'll see. Hey, we need to get while we're talking about Prop 19. The 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 ads are going to get crazy soon. Oh yeah, it's going to get out of control. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, or do you have that clip? We this is this is an ad from it's it's a little back. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, seven years back, two thousand three. It's an ad that uh, I I think they called marijuana kills. Marijuana kills. So this is the kind uh, of bullshit we're going to hear. Hey, if your parents get divorced, who gets the fish? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your sister's hot. That's not cool. <coughs> hey, man. Check this out. Cool. Is it loaded? Nah. Marijuana, Marijuana can distort your sense of reality. Harmless? Jeez. So that's uh, a, that was a rotten snotball of a whole campaign. I remember that whole yeah, spiel. There was like six or seven... Right. Aren't we going to see? I, don't you think we'll see stuff just like that? Was that not the same campaign with that the, they connected? Um, you know, buying marijuana with supporting Al Qaeda or supporting terrorism? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And they had like the person in the drive-through. They're like, "What was that?" They run over. <laughs> they run over the little girl. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, so outrageous. So outrageous. Okay. Now, what would nobody want to do? I can see the technicians trying to dream this shit up for the government. Now, what would nobody absolutely feel? <laughs> right. you know, Hurt, harming a little a little child. Okay. Well, That's perfect. A little, a little girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be worse. Yeah. What would run over? Oh my gosh, that would be horrible. She's got to be in a wheelchair too. <laughs> Make her smile. It's, she has the cutest face of any girl ever. It's going to yeah. be out of control. We're going to have to figure out. You know, that really got those guys in a, a tremendous amount of trouble. And I believe it really, it just took a a, a virtual chainsaw to their budget. Um, they've been under fire for quite some time um, prior to the unleashing of this fart bomb of a campaign. Prior and to the, it? Before? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, prior to that, they've been being being scrutinized for being a wasteful uh, entity. They get just ton, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, and they're yeah. like, no, nah, 
Yeah. We're not producing any positive results. I heard an NPR report on this one point, and it was as high. The money spent on the anti-drug, like the, the just the marketing campaigns was as high as like $900 million a year or something like that. At one if point. you recall, I'm not sure, I don't know if you recall, right about that era, right at, I believe, obviously, after that era of when that campaign ran from that clip we just heard, uh-huh. um, there was this big hoopla that went on about that in the media and let me see what was this all about there was a a study commissioned a credible study commissioned i believe by the government like committees that were scrutinizing the uh this this what is it called the national the n and something i forgot the acronym the n office the, the oc office of drug oh ondcp ONDCP. Thank you very much. Yeah, Gosh, they, where were you? Yeah. That's what, oh, that's, that's, that's uh, what you started with N, so I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Office of National Drug Control Policy, our friends in the federal government. Those are who spend the bucks yeah. on the advertising, right? Who spend this? They were screwed yeah, Well, anyway, this report, the... you can Google it and find out what it was, but this report came back and it said that not only did they find that it did not achieve any of the things that they were intending for it to achieve, but that it had actually demonstrated uh, um, opposite response from from the kids that saw it. I believe it because kids aren't stupid nowadays. Yeah, they said additionally it really truly damaged their um, respect, like trust for the the government, authority of the government. Yeah. It undermined – that's how they put it. Um, It undermined their authority, their – regard for authority credibility yeah it killed them man yeah i mean well you know just think about it it's pretty obvious i mean look dude if you do this stuff you're gonna go nuts you're gonna drive your car off a cliff and kill all your friends it's gonna be horrible you're gonna have all this crazy shit happening you're gonna lose your mind you're gonna blah 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 blah. what is that what is this this is uh that's why get an over get shot in the face that's why that's why dare doesn't work is because you're i mean you're lying to kids about drugs. So, like, yeah. you destroy your credibility. And well, then, then when they you smoke it and none of that stuff happens. Well, all. yeah, in regards to marijuana, exactly. But then they think, oh, you know, well, uh, you know, maybe this this heroin stuff isn't so bad, too. They told me it was bad, but they were Strong lying about marijuana. Oh, I got you. I hadn't yeah. thought about it. I mean, they destroy their like, credibility. Yeah, I get you. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's start right, which is. We need our government to be able to go, hey, dude, this is rotten shit. You should totally steer clear of this. But they should do that in situations where it's honestly the truth. you know. And they, uh, beyond, they should. I mean, they need to. It's necessary that they do do that. Sure, sure. It's just that they're lying about cannabis. But it harms us if they don't. Yeah, but they, they, for some reason, when I was listening to this NPR study, too, and I see this time and time again, whenever they take oh. on drugs in general, they end up focusing on pot much, much more. And it's the least harmful of all the drugs they're really trying to stop. But they focus it's on It's vastly the most. the most popular. That's fine. Yeah, and they don't want to smoke in pot because we might not 
want to fight wars or we might want to fight wars, but only certain ones and makes only us ones think. that make sense that are legal and that we should be involved in. Right. They want us to do our thing and get it to go to college and get our job and work our eight to five and mow our grass and do our shit and be normal and not sit around and think and want to play guitar and consider. Shut uh, up, slave. You stoners <laughs> mess everything up. God, we can't legalize. We, I don't know what the, I don't, they just, geez. It it makes me sick, man. That the ONDCP, yeah. DCP is that what it's called? ONDCP. Oh, and also yeah, the, uh, the ONDCP. The, you might you might remember them from the eighties, the Partnership for a Drug Free America. I remember that they're still oh, around. Yeah, they're they're around around criminal now. fuckers. Yeah, I remember them now. <laughs> I, I'm going to talk about. Uh, uh, Don't so, they do that like tough love? What was it called that place that was uh, a rehab place? I think those uh-huh. those people funded this. Some of the people involved in at that level were were involved also with this. It's like a, a chain of clinics around the country that are <laughs> uh, like a franchise, love. huh? Yeah, they make them like go do ridiculous things, and they humiliate them and make them do all this crazy. It's just absolutely nuts, huh? Like boot camp type stuff. Yeah, I just we were speaking For earlier in that email about some new documentaries. There was one I just saw. It's called High. And it's really good, and uh, it it talks about that place a little bit more in depthly, or that company. It's kind of like a company, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, a company. They, like, they bend back, bend back your fingers. So they bend back one girl's fingers until her finger broke, and she was in there for like massive depression and stuff. What? And she ended up committing suicide. Yeah, uh. it was bizarre. And like like dozens of people, and they've gone through these program. This, this program have committed suicide. Because they just brutalize people in the way they treat them. And is this not criminal? People, I think it is. But they're the same people that are invested in the prison industrial complex and the whole, you know, prohibitionist movement and the drug testing industry and all that. You know, they're all tied in. Dude, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> yeah, way it's, fucked it's up. A ugly, it's an ugly thing. But uh, anywho, thought I'd make just, – I'm just saying – just saying, dude. Thanks for bringing that up, Jamie. <laughs> They're still around too. The partner for drug drug free America. They're still all over the all over the place. I've never. Yeah, heard, that clinic's still going, dude. I've never even heard of those spots. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. My magic out, trick man. is that video is called High. You'll you'll hear what it's called. That place. It's nuts. Uh, the magic trick that I was talking about earlier. Voila. Oh, what's up with that? Voila. The joint is gone. <laughs> Abracadabra. Oh my god, it's mad. I'll tell you what, I can make a joint disappear faster than that. Uh, it, well, it was it's been gone for a while and I am hungry. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Smoking weed can make you hungry. It can definitely make you hungry. Hey, we're gonna move on to some international news. Point. And this is actually our first international story. We have not covered many international stories before. Yes. This is a story out of Switzerland, and apparently uh this guy's a... Uh, cannabis pioneer um, in Switzerland. Uh, His name is Bern- Bernard Rapaz. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. You have? Um, yeah. Well, he's in the he's in the cannabis like mentionings every once in a while. Uh, I don't know what he talks about. Well, in Switzerland, they have pretty good cannabis laws, but in the area that he's from, um, 
the Canton of Vala, which is like, uh, I mm-hmm. don't know, but they have more conservative sounds pot nice. Yeah, it sounds great. I would love to get <laughs> to Switzerland at some point. Um, he is serving a 68-month sentence for cannabis distribution, wow. um, and he has already done a 50-day hunger strike in jail. Um, while he was in prison, whoa, fifty days. So, dude, Jeez. dude has some. That's crazy stamina. Yeah, Swiss, uh, Swiss. The Swiss have some of the strictest pot laws, don't they? No, Here in Europe, no. They have. I thought that they're starting to do seeds throughout. Like the rest of the country, I think is okay. But the area where he is has more conservative mm-hmm. laws than the rest of the country. Oh. I think is the situation That's in Switzerland cool. because I know that they have like. I think they have. Seed bank, or you know, like uh, they do a lot of um, genetic stuff over there. But maybe, hmm. maybe I'm off here. We could, if anyone knows, we could use some emails here on this. But uh, serving a 68 month sentence, he did a 50 day hunger strike, and he was hospital hospitalized for it. Um, and they they dithered over whether or not to force feed him or not. Um, then he was released on house on on house arrest. Um, last month, but they've, they've put more charges on him immediately upon going into house arrest. So they're going to throw him back into jail and he has Mm. started his hunger strike again. So, uh, you can support, you can support Bernard, Bernard Rapaz on Facebook. Um, and then there is a solidarity with Bernard Rapaz website. So if you want to look it up and check out his cause, uh, you can find him online. And there is our first international story. No, we've done awesome. the international. I think we've we've had at least one before. Really? I don't remember what it was. We talked though, about so. China one time, but it wasn't <laughs> a story. Was, no, yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't remember any stories. Uh, maybe something from England or something. It was another European story. Oh, there was one company that's doing oh, the damn. spray. The Brit- oh, Bayer yeah, the Corporation spray. in Britain, Britain is doing the, the, the nasal weed spray. spray. What's it, yeah. What was it called? I don't remember. Sativex. Sativex. Nice. Very good memory, Jamie. Yeah, you had to dig deep for that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Rolodex. Hey, I'm moving on to Alabama, y'all. Some bad shit hey, went down in Alabama. Have you, you heard about this? Uh, Loretta Loretta Nall's blog is where I'm getting this from. She's on uh, oh. Cannabis Culture Magazine. She's a bloggist there. Uh, and she couldn't believe she missed this story, but a man died on July 10th in mm-hmm. a Baldwin County jail. Um, his family had warned them of his fragile health. He was arrested for a misdemeanor uh, possession of marijuana, which they believe he was using for medicinal purposes. Um, and uh, although in Alabama there is no are no medical marijuana laws, so he was doing it illegally. He was put in jail. Um, and, uh, I believe had been put into, it says here he was, he was, uh, put into the, the medical ward at times, but he in fact died in his cell, in his cell. And, um, oh his family's basically saying, you know, it's bullshit that he was in jail in the first place. Well, yeah. And, um, that, uh, he had, you know, he had a serious condition. They tried to, uh, they tried to tell him about it. Um, he should have been released so that they could have gone and gotten him regular treatment. And, uh, yeah, and his name, his name is, what is this man's name? I don't <laughs> even see it here, actually. Jacob Ashley Jordan died in his cell in uh, Baldwin County. So, I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess the reason I'm, you know, scooped this story is because... 
sometimes, you know, people get screwed for small little marijuana crimes. And uh, this guy right. was uh, is one of those examples. I mean, you know, it's not it's not the cops or the jail's fault that he was in bad health, but um, for something as for something like using marijuana, you, if you have bad health, they should let you go. So mm-hmm. that's where I stand, and uh, I hope this stops happening sometime soon. Yeah, you know that's not a, a infrequent occurrence. Unfortunately, that happens far too often. You know, at the same time, sometimes I do. I have seen uh, people get off on light sentences that were non-threatening type things, which this surely would be classified as. Yeah, and they, surely. Just because they said, you know, the court's opinion was, you know, they he's got enough. What we're going to give him isn't nothing compared to what he's already dealing with. And it happens sometimes. You've seen that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, but I think more often than not, they they don't care. They're like black or white, and you had weed. Yeah. It's here's your yeah. slap on the wrist, or here's your Tough shit sentence. Yeah. Yeah. What's you know, the, it's it's all a masked it's all a masked thing. I mean, the, everybody's going oh, and whining about stuff, and not, like half of them are completely fake. <laughs> and they're just they don't know who's who. They treat everybody the same. Yeah, it's and that's the that's the, I mean, first of all, I don't think anyone should spend time in jail for small possession of pot. Like, mm. it's time for every state to just start writing tickets for that shit and start moving forward. Come on. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's one of the things that I love. And tickets would be discretionary, right? Dude, they'd be citations at first. I mean, like for now, like what California's done. Sure. And I mean, if they really want to still be dicks about it, then they can keep keep making them small misdemeanors with fines. But I mean, you know, and I don't mean permanently. Fuck. That's (laughs) not what I, you know, like I don't think. But I mean, some of these states are going to have to make those steps before they just go fully to legalization you know right so i don't know i just hate that that sick people like this guy get thrown in jail for simple possession and you know for 48 72 hours it's ridiculous Uh, it makes makes no sense and they'll never see him again and it's all because of pot is that really well i don't see it's not fair to say it's all because of pot um well the laws yeah right i mean the guy may have may have died that weekend no matter what you know i don't know they're not really getting into what his his medical issues were but they're probably pretty bad and you know i would think of it this way they took him in and he had to spend his last time in jail if he was going to die naturally then he wasn't going to die naturally in the jail yeah 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 definitely what a shithole awful place to be i know dude i would that would that would really suck makes the top of my list Right. (laughs) right You see, awful, shit old, horrible, unbearable, unimaginable, ugly places to be. Uh, number one, jail. jail. Yeah, prison. Yep. I'm going to make another joint disappear. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And now, folks, the amazing. <laughs> Abracadabra was what I was looking for earlier. Hey, what's going on over here with politics, schmolitics in Vermont? Politics, schmolitics. This is a story, uh, actually, this uh, found this one on um, the MPP blog. If you Mike Minow. Yeah, Mike Minow. He does a lot of cool stuff nowadays for uh, MPP. But uh, this one, hold on a second here, get to the right story. Um, pro, pro decriminalization candidate uh, that's running in uh, for the gubernatorial uh, in the primary for Vermont, the state of Vermont is ahead in the polls so far. 
media reported uh, unofficial vote totals show that cannabis decriminalization supporter Peter Shumlin won the Vermont Democratic primary for governor yesterday, which was uh, August 24th. Um, let's see here. He's what? I don't think yesterday was the 24th. No, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday um, was not the 24th. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. This, uh, this was this was posted on August 25th. Sorry, man. So, <laughs> that was just me being a dick, yeah, actually. Just saying. <laughs> this was posted when you guys were giving doing the last show, so didn't get in there. And this is new stuff. But anywho, uh, Peter Shimlin won the 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 Vermont Democratic primary for governor, um, which was uh, who is he August and why do we care? Um, by an agonizingly tight margin of fewer than 200 votes. And we should care because he is pro-decriminalization. Ah, Although votes are there is from your all 260 precincts, towns and cities have a couple of days to certify their official results. But uh, currently a president pro tempore of the Vermont State Senate, Schumlin has been a staunch supporter of efforts to remove criminal penalties for possession of small amounts of cannabis in Vermont, something MPP um, obviously has spent years uh, lobbying for. Um, Schumlin made a quote here. He said, quote, small marijuana offenses when you're already on probation can send you to prison, Schumlin told the Rutland Herland. And I get the Rutland Herland is like, I guess, there. Newspaper there paper, uh, yeah. last June, yeah, and he see went on to say that doesn't seem to me to be the best use of scarce taxpayer dollars. Hell Amen no. on that. Bro. Hell yeah. no, it's not. It's a shitty use of taxpayer dollars, right Since there. Since this is so close, the recount is very likely because the final tally was really, really close. But uh, Schumann's victory in a five-person primary is another example of how candidates can benefit and not suffer from supporting efforts to reform cannabis laws. In certain areas and in certain states. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it was maybe Wisconsin. Well, right. Wisconsin <laughs> might is, be a good – and Vermont, Vermont is a good place, though, for this as well. Yeah, it, it, yeah, totally. I mean, that's – you know, I know that they have they, – they have, oh, we were talking about this last week, and we needed you, Jamie, to confirm mm-hmm. Vermont has medical marijuana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, why? Confirmed. Yeah, why? <laughs> uh, just because we were sitting here and we were starting to talk about states that, you know, like... I think we were drifting off at the moment. We may uh. have. We're, we're, we're drifting off <laughs> right now, for sure. We're definitely drifting, but... Uh, yeah, Vermont. The the I think it's a good spot for for pot politics, and that's mm-hmm. probably why this could work. And this this guy could be the the Democratic uh, governor um, candidate, gubernatorial candidate. Gubernatorial, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Schumlin. Yeah. He's a uh, he's pro. He's pro, but. Um, it says here uh, in, within the story, actually, um, assuming that uh, Schumlin is the Democratic candidate, Vermont's general election will also be of the greatest interest to cannabis policy reformers. The Republican candidate for governor, and get this, <laughs> his name is I can't, his name <laughs> is Brian Doobie. <laughs> Doobie, <laughs> and his opponent is a opponent. Doobie, of Doobie, Doobie. Doobie doesn't like Doobies. Doobie doo So the guy that's against weed, his last name is Doobie. He should he should reconsider his position just because of his name. Just because of that, dude. I am Brian Doobie, and we will be doing it up if you put me in the right position this November. 
Well, sir, like yeah. that's that's your name. How do you go against your name? <laughs> you can't go against your name. Oh, like yes. that's just Brian Doobie and Wheel of Whirl Fatty. <laughs> He's not happy with himself. Yeah, he might not be happy with himself. Yeah, he, maybe he, not. He's probably <laughs> he's probably not. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I I think it's weird. Um, how come in California we don't have a a gubernatorial candidate that supports marijuana? What? Why is Why is Arnold leaving? <sighs> no, dude, Arnold. Oh, dude, I, ne- I never thought I would ask that, but seriously, like, he, yeah, man, he, I remember when Arnold rolled in when he ran for governor way back then. That was like right when I was around Humboldt. And, that was nutty, man. That was crazy, stupid. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was stupid. Well, because well, the like, whole recall it was the thing, worst thing ever. It was now the whole like, recall yeah. thing yeah. where they recalled Ray Davis. Uh, Ray Davis. Yeah, that was that guy's name. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that guy. No <laughs> recall, but if we do, then well, not Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. We couldn't understand, and, but for pot so, laws, dude, yeah, Arnold we, has been awesome. He's well, been, yeah, I mean, he's not stood in the way of like letting letting the citizens. He never have even their complains way, about it. I mean, what, where's he's Ariana actually had more support? I don't Is know. Is she like pretty like lax and should be free? And eat, I, I, the- I don't remember her specific stance. I, I think Matt's not actually listening. He's too busy. Too busy. Oh, is he? He's too busy doing other things. Ariana, because wow. you know the answer to this. Uh-huh. She's Huffington. always telling the truth. Yeah, you like her. And what's her stance on pot? I, I, I like Ariana. You kind of have a crush on her. You do. <laughs> Where are you getting this? Back from? in the day, you used to. Anyway. What do you mean, back in the day? I don't know. Am I wrong? Am I imagining this? I or? used to listen to her on a show that came off a KCRW, a podcast. I'm telling you, I think I remember a little left, left, right, and center. Where is she on pot? I don't actually know where she is on pot. I'm telling you, I have I, I got no crush on this lady. Okay, we're, okay. So he's he's in denial. I like the way she talks, <laughs> but she does have a sexy accent. You like that, do you? <laughs> oh, why, are you <laughs> why are you asking anyway, Jamie? Because you like her. Yeah, yeah. I voted, dude. No. Don't voted you take no my girlfriend? <laughs> I voted no recall. But if you ha- if you must do a recall, that's how they had the vote in California when that. Yeah, happened. that was weird and confusing as hell. But if you must have the recall, then I voted for uh, Ariana Huffington. <laughs> that was really weird and really confusing the that was, way that was. That was the same question as they asked uh, for the, and this is like <laughs> local politics, the DA recall for Gallegos in Humboldt County. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm pro Gallegos. <laughs> yeah. He's, is he still hanging in there? Still he he is in a runoff yep. against. I'll find out in November. Uh, a highly financed runoff. Yeah. <laughs> Anti Gallegos uh, is. Uh, running against him um, nutty man yeah i remember when i was over there in humboldt and they had like petitioners they were paying them seven dollars a signature man that was so crazy and it had to do with the stupid lawsuit that pl had against that pacific lumber he that they had against pacific lumber and yeah it pissed they, them off. they totally hundreds of thousands of dollars this corporation threw into that campaign and then that comp Corporation yeah. doesn't even doesn't even exist yeah, no, anymore. They're gone. See, that's one of the problems yeah. with with uh, corporate America, right there, is the way that kind of shit happens. But they're people. I get it. Oh, it's Texas, <laughs> right? kind of. 
Te- well, he's a, his corp Maxam Corporation. Yeah, who he was. Re- yeah, I can't was the parent What's company. his name? Charles Horowitz. Yeah, that's the guy. Sounds Horowitz. like a guy off of Lost or some shit. Texas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some uh, over uh, here. Yeah. That, that's that's too local for that's a lot of way our way local. There's <laughs> some uh, t- timber shit right there. Timber yeah. marijuana politics yeah. mixed some in Humboldt shit. County. Judy Not anymore, Barry. Judy Barry. Much, but, Remember that lady? Well, we don't talk about. Uh-huh. No, no, I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't remember her. Julia, Julia Butterfly. Oh, that's some tree sitting yeah, stuff yeah, right there. Yeah. That's another whole nother. She's famous. She's 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 pretty famous. Uh, Ch- Chunk wants to talk about that, I guess, but maybe not. Next oh, week, the book. Next yeah, week. next week. Chunk is leaving the building. All right, hey, let's uh, let's say a <laughs> cheerful goodbye to Chunk. All right, everybody, oh, Chunk was here. He, he he he's leaving now. We'll see you next time, Chunk. Peace out. Chunk's out. <laughs> he's stomping his way down. He's out of here. <laughs> out of here. Yeah, it's good seeing you too. Uh, hopefully that works out in Vermont. Maybe they'll get a pro decriminalization. Governor. Governor. That'd be yeah. sweet. And that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd be you bet you. Really cool. Hey, Michigan's got a bunch of stuff going on. What's happening there, bro? Okay. Nice, careful. Um, going on in Detroit. They're, they're, oh. Are they having it, or are they not having the initiative? The it's on again, off again. Uh, of course they're having it. They got it going. It's a legal initiative. They put it on there, and then the city, they voted on uh, three to zero. They voted it down that it was not legal after consulting with their legal department. And uh, then the people that started... What is it? Is it's an initiative to decriminalize possession up to an ounce ounce within your private residence, right? For adults, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. At home? Um, Yeah, at home. Okay. Okay. Cool. And it is... I'm not sure if there's any any controlled environments that it would be allowed in, but yeah, as far as I'm aware... That's the deal. Decriminalization, too, not legalization. There's a difference, people. Um, uh, So... um, Basically saying, look, man, if you're over 21, then, you know, it's in your own house, then we're not going to dick with you. And it's going to be just the city of Detroit that votes on this. From what I understand, yeah, but it's just the city of Detroit. Okay. And uh, let me see here. I think I can probably look it up and see what we got going on. The Coalition for a Safer Detroit is the organization that was uh, spearheading this movement. Um, it was, I think, June. We've been covering this a little bit over the over the months uh, just past. Um, in June, the Coalition for a Safer Detroit submitted more than 6,000 signatures to qualify um, for the ballot. And uh, just early, the, I think the first week of, of August... Um, the Detroit Election Commission voted three to zero to remove the measure. They, uh, uh, Mike Mino was talking about. He called it an affront to democratic ideals, and I couldn't agree more. Um, but the the Election Commission said that they were following a recommendation from the city's law department, which was concerned that removing criminal penalties for marijuana in Detroit would be preempted by state law. Um, the petition's organizer, Tim Beck, is quoted saying, uh, if you're on the cutting edge of social change, litigation is just a cost of doing business. Um, that, again, was Tim Beck, the petition's organizer from uh, Coalition for a Safer Detroit. That's what he told the uh, Detroit Free Press. Is he also so a member of the uh, Association for Lawyers? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's just yeah, a cost of doing business. <laughs> They're going to go back. I think they have a reasonable uh, chance of going back on this and and getting this 
reinstated. I don't. I think it was. I think Mino's right when he's talking about it being an affront to uh, our system, the way our system is supposed to work. I don't know. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, that's a huge thing. That's a Midwestern city saying, you know, if you're an adult, then it's all good. It's not lettuce per se, but it's damn close. Not really. We've got the link. Yeah, not really. Dude, Michigan's a battleground, though, on this marijuana thing. The medical law was supported by like 63 or 64% of the electorate. So um, people there support it. One, they need a lot of industry there. They realize the economic value. And two, it seems like they're just kind of pro-pot something. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in those areas, Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, some sort of thing going on there. and. And in mm. Michigan, I mean, even in Michigan, you know, they're starting to, uh, they're opening dispensaries now. The laws don't say that they can't, so they're doing it, um, and they're getting a lot of backlash and stuff. So uh, the 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 weed economy is beginning in Michigan. I've told people before, hey, Michigan, <laughs> it's a new frontier. In case you're looking, in case you're looking for somewhere to go, no, 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 do it in a secret voice. Oh, okay. And just in case you're looking for somewhere that you want to, you know. Maybe become a caregiver or something. Like, it's a cool state for that. At least that's what it seemed like. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, well, yeah. See, here's the big. I mean, this happened in California too, man. When when they first started opening, and there were very few. You know, the cops are all over it, dude, all the time. Um, and you know, this is what happens. They try to make examples, and there is no law in Michigan like specifically talking about dispensaries so Mm -hmm. the courts are going to decide on the dispensary issue in michigan and here come the beginning of the raids and everything and uh, we have a clip of some uh, raids that have occurred in in michigan at some of their newest establishments so check it out Carolyn and Robbie, that's right. Investigators here at the Oakland County Sheriff's Department say that the statute is clear there are laws to follow but some people are abusing them you're looking at three quarters of a million dollars worth of marijuana seized in a series of raids in Oakland County. Investigators say a total of 15 people were arrested, accused of violating Michigan's medical marijuana laws. Investigators say undercover police were able to purchase the pot, and they say drugs were being sold in parking lots of medical marijuana businesses. This is going far afield from what the average voter walked into the booth and thought somebody in chronic pain ought to have that pain relieved. Handcuffed me behind my back, shoved me down the chair. That's what Barbara Agro says happened when police raided Clinical Relief in Ferndale Wednesday night. Agro says she's a 28-year veteran of the Lake Orion Police Department who took a leave of absence from her job as a 911 dispatcher to work here as office manager. The medical marijuana clinic is partly owned by her sons. Oakland County Sheriff Task Force and God knows who else came in with their masks on. Pushed everybody down on the floor. Uh, we had three patients here at the time. Agro says three people were taken into custody, including one of her sons. Since I'm a diabetic, they decided to let me go. Agro's Lake Orion home that she shares with her husband, Sal, was also raided. Both say they're clinical marijuana patients with state-issued cards. They took 20 of my plants out of there, and they never told me why. They just they just ripped them out and took them. You can have no more than 12 plants. A caregiver can have no more than five patients. Everybody has to be registered. That's what's the You know, unfortunately, I think we were grouped in with uh, a few others and, uh, you know, hidden agendas are driving this, not actual law agendas. 
Now, the 15 no, people right. who were arrested, we're told, will be in court tomorrow to face a judge. Meantime, the Oakland County Sheriff, as well as the prosecutor, both say that there definitely needs to be more regulation with this to ensure that it's done in a safe and effective way. Reporting live in Pontiac, a new Prakash, Channel 7 Action News. All right. It's on in Michigan. That's all I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is uh, here comes the beginning of the rush because uh, when people start opening up those shops, it usually happens really quick because other people that want to be in on it jump in on it. So they just knock someone off and then, then here, here come mm-hmm. the cops trying to make the laws. And, uh, yeah. you know, I wonder uh, I, I wonder what's going on in the parking lots. Uh, but I wonder, you know, I, I hate how they just raid these places like that and they treat them like, you know, right. armed criminals. Yeah. Armed criminals. I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. Um, at least they didn't take her to jail. Um, but still I'm just, you know, it's the beginning. It's all going to get settled in court now. And this is that same tactic where they try, they just go mm-hmm. in and buy from people that don't, check their, you know, identification. Let's talk about this real quick. What do you think? Do you think it's for, should the system, does the, should we require people to have medical pot um, recommendations? Do they need, should people even have to have recommendations for this? Hmm. In my personal opinion, I don't think they should have to. That's what I think that it should. Well, you know my philosophy; it goes along with the whole lettuce thing. So sure, <laughs> yeah. You don't, you're in not Cal- giving up to in California, the law requires you in California. Have it requires you have a doctor's recommendation. Uh-huh. That's the law in Re- California. Correct. I mean, so, but I think if the laws require you to have a doctor's recommendation, then it should be a legitimate but one. But should we stop at that? Or should I mean this? You know. Well, also our, then, then what is a legitimate doctor's recommendation? I mean, if well, then that, that that's a whole nother. That, that that's a whole the, an adequate next, amount of time. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. For we, the yeah, physician to assess what's adequate your condition. Uh, See what if long it takes them what if you're like, dude, assess. I have headaches and it helps my headaches, and they're like, adequate, and it takes thirty seconds. Mm. If, if if I say you know doctor is. Uh, taking St. John's wort okay and safe for t- attempting to self-treat my depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, and the doctor says, yeah, I, you know, I agree. That's, that's a, that's a five minute recommendation that St. John's wort is. But you don't even need that for St. John's right. wort. Well, you no, can, but, but you're you still talking el- with your doctor about it in yeah, five minutes and getting their approval. To ask. It's not like they're saying you have to do it to I, I, get St. John's I get wort. that, but I'm saying you can get a doctor's recommendation in five minutes sure. for a safe, John's a safe and natural treatment. Sure, which yeah. is similar to how I think of mm, cannabis. So right. by having these requirements for these stringent things and where they're trying to use this as the loophole to raid people's homes and and and, and put them in jail and, and come in with like SWAT tactics and all that bullshit is just ridiculous, dude. <laughs> they're, looking, yeah. they're looking at it through a way different lens than we are. Oh, yes. Like they think that it's – they think that you should have to go through all of those crazy steps. Well, that's because marijuana is dangerous. It is so dangerous. They're, that's they're poop, that's they're poop colored lens, lenses. <laughs> they are poop colored lenses. <laughs> damn it! They got some no, you just stop shit viewing the world through lenses. poop covered lenses. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's on in <laughs> it's on in Michigan, and that's gonna be a fight. And um, it's you know the part of that's part of the action. the evolution. But Shh, I don't it's know. on in Michigan. That's the title of yeah. our show. Shh, it's on in well, Michigan. It could be on in Illinois as well. Um, we don't know for sure how this is gonna play out. We've been With covering what, it a little some bit. Some half-assed pot law. Yeah, well, it's restrictive, but it's it's a way better thing than we have now, which is absolutely nothing. Right. And if I can grow a big, fat, nasty, beautiful, luscious, healthy, super silver haze in my closet, then I will be extremely stoked. They just don't get very big, dude. I don't think. No. I don't think that plant. Yeah. If I, if I don't know, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. I just don't don't know if they get that big. Maybe outdoors. Mm-hmm. You can do it in your yard. You don't have a yard. Uh, S- no, I don't have a yard. But <laughs> S- SB uh, 1381 is the legislation in Illinois, our MedPot legislation. Uh, I don't know if you recall, we would, we talked to uh, Dan Lynn. Um, right. I think he's been a, generally our go-to guy. We'll have to give him a call here soon and yeah. see what's going on in the official scoop. But Because uh, I know he does uh, 10 meetings with uh, Lou Lang, who is the congressperson, that, uh, the assemblyman that um, put forth this uh, legislation. Um, former prosecutor, um, he said typically it would take uh, 60 votes in the House. It's done with the whole process. All it has to do is go to a House vote, and that's it. And then it gets signed by the governor, who the current governor says uh, that that's Quinn is his name. He says that if he he would consider it if he had this uh, legislation before him. So it's a possibility that he'd be totally okay with passing this if if they had spoken and came to some sort of agreement. Um, which would take 60 votes. Um, now, they're talking about possibly doing this and uh, going for the vote at, in the fall, and that's called a veto session. And that would happen, I think, some. It's like uh, October, I believe. Um, it's late-year veto session. And anyway, they can do that there, but to pass a measure during a veto session, it will take 71 votes. Now, it was one shy of the 60, so that'll make us like 12 extra ones we had to get. Um, if, if, if he, if they're able to somehow do this, then the, and it got passed, then the governor would likely sign it into law. Now, uh, a vote in January when the new assembly is sworn in would take only 60 votes, which is very, uh, is a very high potential of, of getting to 60 votes. Cause we're, he was almost there at the end of the last session. Um, but the problem is the current governor is running behind in the polls, and should he not win the position, should the other, should his opponent win the gubernatorial position, then he is outwardly opposed to can- medical cannabis legislation, and he would likely veto it. So there's a whole slew of possibilities that can happen in Illinois. Something's going to happen uh, relatively soon, but nobody's uh, really too sure what that's going to be what it seems like i don't know seems yeah. like a bunch of talk man but hopefully a bunch something of a hassle been, yeah serious like just so we can have three plants and you guys don't have jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys don't have voter initiatives in illinois do you uh, no you know what i was gonna do a write-in vote when it came for the presidency vote the vote for the presidency and uh you have to you have to individually I think I don't know how many districts there are in Illinois. It's huge dozens of districts. And you have to individually register in every single district to be eligible for to be a write in candidate in Illinois. Wow. 
Doesn't that defeat like, the purpose? It's like, yeah, it's like they purposely made it impossible for this to be an option. Who are you going to ride in for? Um, well, I don't know. I was thinking about riding in Ron Paul. Oh, okay. I think it would sting because a lot of the programs that, uh, you know, he would he would cancel the government cheese. Sure. And, you know, so a lot of people would be like, but there's a lot of needless shit that he canceled too that needs to be canceled. He's outwardly pro uh, legalization. Oh yeah, I think for drugs in general. Right, but, and his, you know, it's weird. His son. We were talking about his son, uh, Rand Paul, who's running for uh, U.S. senator in Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, and it's he's kind of wishy washy on where he is with pot. Seems like right now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, fucked up. You ought to listen to the old man. I should listen to his dad. No, he should. Oh, he had to listen to his dad. Yeah, and and yeah. have you have you heard have you read any of this stuff about Rand Paul though, or heard any of this this talk? Yeah, a little bit, and it seemed kind of like it seemed kind of like that to me as well. Wishy washy. I, mean, I think he's on the side. He's, he leans mostly to the side. But it's of, tough uh, in Kentucky, man. You know, like yeah. he can't beat it. He he it's might politics. piss off some of his just more conservative base, not his libertarian base, obviously. Because you, you know, you bet. You know, it's a Republican state. It's not necessarily a libertarian state. There are a lot of libertarians yeah. in Kentucky, but um, yeah. not uh, not not the entire Republican base is that. And, and so I don't know. He's playing politics with it, but um, I think it's going to be interesting to see where he stands at some point in the future, too. On mm-hmm. um, but Kentucky's nowhere close to a med law at all. No, uh, neither is Texas. That's where uh, Dr. Uh, Paul is from. Ron kind, Paul. What kind of doctor is Ron Paul? He's a uh, opt. Well, what's the baby doctor? OBGYN. Oh, okay. And his son is a ophthalmologist. He's given birth to like over four thousand kids. <laughs> wow. Did you know that? No. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Though. They asked him about abortion. He didn't jump off like all righteous. You know. God said, "Thou shalt not." He didn't do any of that stuff, man. He just goes, "You know what? I'm, I personally, I'm opposed to abortion. I've given birth to over four thousand babies. <laughs> my whole life has been centered around the creation of life and bringing these babies into the world." He said, "Of course, obviously, I'm not, a, I'm not for that." He said, "I don't know any of my colleagues that do what I've done, that you know, do what I do, that have done it for you know a long time. <laughs> They're right. going to say, I think." So it was kind of a different. I don't know. It came from a different place. And I was like, whoa, that makes kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't agree with him. I don't agree with several of the things that uh, Ron Paul believes in, but I just think a lot of the stuff he believes in, I do totally. And I think the the biggest thing for me was just, it was honesty. I remember that presidential election. I was thinking Obama. Yeah. And then like not very far before the election, I started looking at him kind of with that golden retriever tilted head kind of look. <laughs> like, yeah. I think he might be establishment, I said. And then they said, he's bringing Hillary Clinton on. And I was like, oh, that seals it. She's she's Bilderberg. She's like, yeah. You know, they say they, like what they're up to. They're they. They, <laughs> they set the policy. Yeah, that's they. That's Hillary them. Clinton's one of the people. That's they. That She's part of them. Yep. So if she's in there, then he's definitely in there. And I wanted to not vote. And I couldn't get away from that. You know, I had to vote. But I wanted to not vote for for that, and uh, it's exactly what I wanted to vote against. And I couldn't write in Ron Paul, so because of the way those stupid, obscure Illinois laws. So 
I I voted for the the girl the the two gals from uh, the Green Party. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't One know. Of, I don't know. We could probably be on a bus. Yeah, I helped or, elect uh, George yeah. Bush by voting for Ralph Nader. <laughs> you voted yeah. for Nader. Yeah, I, I did. Never, I never you know, voted for what's up with these candidate. guys, man, that are like highly qualified, amazing guys, man, but they get up there and they have the, the personality oh. of like a dry popcorn fart. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader could take exciting shit and make it, make it <laughs> right. don't, don't sound like it's stale. And, and they're the opposite of like a master of you know persuasion <laughs> like get, Obama. I mean, you gotta, you you gotta wonder if they're plants. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh. Yeah, dude. No, oh, no. Uh, oh, I, I speak, uh, dude. Uh, speaking of plants, <laughs> speaking of plants. Yeah. Um, right. Oh my gosh. Uh, you grow, any grow tips? We do have one. Uh, Cogs. I gotta grow tip. Yeah. Don't to that point. Awesome. <laughs> don't don't grow males. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Just not even in your it's bedroom. It's a bad idea. Not in your bedroom. I'll tell you one thing. I, I was under the false impression that males uh, do not release pollen until they're under a 12-12 photocycle. I thought that too. It's not true. No. Uh, it's, yeah, you lose. Yeah. Yeah, you lose. That's that's crappy. Yeah, it's shitty. That's it's gross. A, it's, a, it's a bad lesson to learn the wrong way. That's crappy. Uh. Real bummer, dude. Um, uh, yeah, don't so, do it. Don't do it. Yeah, don't. I mean, in, seriously, unless you have a, a freaking laboratory dedicated and you really know what the hell you're doing, don't grow some male plants near your flowering room. In fact, don't grow it near anywhere where anyone might be flowering whatsoever. That'd be fucked up if you like screwed up your neighbor's scene or something. Yeah. That'd be really oh, screwed my up, God. Dude. Can you imagine that? I, I wonder. I bet it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. That's shitty. That's that goes back to our our our, our friend. The um, <laughs> I'm sure he's, he'll be labeled as an eco terrorist because he wants to drop pollen bombs in in these big open oh, factories. Oh, that's right, <laughs> dude. That's what he was saying. The pollen bomb, yeah. The pollen bombs in the Oakland factories. <laughs> that's you, that, that's the latest them. form of they eco terrorism. Be care- they better be careful. They probably should be watching out for that kind of crap, dude. <laughs> Someone <laughs> might do that to them. That's that's really crazy. <laughs> stuff dude this is like things mo- good movies are made out of. New headline, yeah. <laughs> oakland grows five acres of weeded S- seeded weeded seeded, seeded weed. <laughs> S- seriously people though don't don't grow males yeah keep them out of the garden at all Period. east coast news pittsburgh the word this just came in here i, I didn't even see this yeah we, who, who we, found this one uh youtube did oh okay yeah. You guys want to hear this? Sure. Let's check it out. Fight, fight. I do it because I oh. want to instill oh. some Oh, you place. know we're going to hear I some ads by Google. Oh, you know, it's, it's all good. We can yeah. just, we Here made we it. Here we go. Now, police are getting ready to start bringing those plants out right now. And we said there are a lot of them. Channel 4 Action News reporter Tara Edwards live on Bowsman Street in Knoxville, where this all went down. Tara. 
Well, right now we're in the 400 block of Bowsman Street where drug enforcement agents have been bringing out some type of liquid. They're placing in an area where they're Stop. processing the evidence. We're and dick. even now they're. I swear she said we're dick. Okay, I guess we're going to back this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Taking it back to Tara Edwards now. Knoxville, where this all went down. Tara. Well, right now we're in the 400 block of Bowsman Street where di- drug enforcement agents have been bringing out some type of liquid they're placing in an area where they're processing the evidence. Any minute now they're expected to bring out that marijuana. We're told. They- oh, my God. You have to see these guys are in like full chemical outfits with marijuana. <laughs> yeah. They found a large amount inside. You can see what's left of 417 Bowsman Street in this daylight video. Charred remains throughout the house. The fire also spread to the house next door where firefighters discovered a large marijuana growing operation on the second floor. Police obtained a search warrant and counted more than 100 plants. Oh my gosh. My neighborhood down just a little bit more. Once the flames were put out, investigators were quickly to pinpoint an electrical outlet as the cause. Yeah. It's a electrical malfunction in the front bedroom. Uh, and then the fire spread over to 419 Boston Street. Where the grow fact, was. Right, so it wasn't even the grow's fault that the fire started. <laughs> the home that where the sucks. fire first started, an elderly woman. There was an uh, older lady at home at the time. Uh, she noticed it. She tried to go upstairs and check it out. And it, it just pushed her back down the steps and she got on. Nicole Davis says mm. her boyfriend and another man ran over to help the woman. She tells us they got there just in time. By the time they came, it burst up in flames. So, I mean, big flames. Huge flames. I never saw a fire like that in my life. Elijah Sellers rents out the home where the fire started. He tells us he's trying to build up the neighborhood. He hopes the drugs aren't a consistent problem and plans to tear down his property if he can't fix it. Meanwhile, he's relieved no one was hurt. My concern is that's a material item. As long as my tenant was fine and her sister was fine, then I'm fine. I mean, it's just a material thing. And again, drug enforcement agents are bringing more and more evidence out of the home. Some liquid, and it looks like some marijuana. Right now, it is not clear oh. who lived in this home. These guys are, you guys see this video? They're just carrying these, like, small, like, white, like, small little boxes out of this place in full hazmat gear. Or if anyone lived in the home, or That's if there bizarre. have been any arrests so far. Live it in Knoxville, Tara like Edwards, Channel 4 Action News. I don't even know if it's plants, but it's evidence, I suppose. But it's in like these like white, sterile, like small boxes. They're treating like, are they it like space plants or something. <laughs> well, they're in full like, like like white radioactive white yeah like white suits with the mask. It's and a the dangerous breather. plant, dude. <laughs> you saw that kid shot his friend earlier. I mean, maybe it kills people that's like and every shit. bit as goofy and ridiculous as uh, reefer madness. What man? Come on, it's dangerous. Those suits. Oh yeah, it's, it's like it's off the suit. Dude, if we were there, we would just be laughing at him. I know, getting like stoned. literally just laughing at him, going, "What are you guys wearing those zoos for?" <laughs> I want to try. This is stupid. It's most ridiculous. Are <laughs> <laughs> you scared of spider mites or something? <laughs> you guys are just tools. They don't you guys wanna, are tools. Maybe, yeah, maybe they don't want to bring the spider mites home. They don't want to take them into their gardens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, go Pittsburgh. 
totally makes sense, actually. Smart cops. Oh, man. Hey, what's a bummer there is it wasn't even the Grow's fault that the fire started. Yeah, and the, the which, whole story was about the Grow that the fire found. I know, which is crazy because I was going to go off on this thing about Grow houses and them burning down because it does happen. Yeah, due but, to shoddy uh, wiring, typically. It's yeah. not a good time to bring it up because that ain't what fucking happened, man. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do that another time. Um, <clears throat> what's oh, up um, with the feds? Anything, anything? Yeah, I got some news from the feds. Shitty news. What, is, uh, what is up with this? Uh, okay, so dude in, I think, Eugene area was a grower. Cops, DEA saw him buying. They saw him purchasing um, fertilizer and other supplies from Home Depot. So they followed him home. And over a four-month period, they realized that he was... Uh, involved in in trafficking drugs, and they used multiple mobile tracking devices, which are little boxes with magnets on them that go under your vehicle. And they would just, when he wasn't in his vehicle, they would stick them under his vehicles, Uh and they would track him with these. And uh, basically, um, he was found guilty of drug trafficking in his original federal court. And then they appealed it, and a three-judge panel of appellate court in January rejected uh, the guy's name is uh, Juan Pineda Moreno. And they rejected his claims and ruled that uh, his constitutional constitutional rights were not violated. Um, mm. And uh, they also re- rejected a petition for a hearing from the full circuit. Because this was a three-judge panel of Wait, the so Ninth Circuit. There is no warrant? Issued no, that said the no, they just dude. Okay, so mm. they're claiming they just followed him from Home Depot home, realized what he was doing, and then they started putting these devices up under his cars to follow him around and keep up with his whereabouts and stuff. And they followed him around for months, but they did all that warrants. without a court order, no court order at Gee. all. Wow, none at all. And um, the 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 court's ruling essentially. Um, gives law enforcement agencies in the nine Western states uh, the authority to just enter people's personal property and attach a GPS unit without any sort of warrant. So bogus. Right. There was one dissenter, um, Judge Kaczynski. He said, uh, quote, uh, it this is, is bullshit. He said, he, he, said uh, he remarked that most American citizens don't expect that a vehicle parked in their driveway, quote, invites people to crawl under it and attach a tracking device. There's something creepy and un-American about such clandestine and underhanded behavior. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty communist to me. It's pretty crazy that they, I mean, like, can they just do that to your body then? Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not. I mean, can they just come and just inject you with like a? a well, honestly, they they can. If you're carrying around a cell phone with you, they they. I mean, can triangulate. The. I'm not saying that. I'm not a conspiracy theorist here, but I'm saying the technology exists to triangulate. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, those RFID chips, man. They got them. Supposedly, every single Walmart product has an RFID chip in not it. Not yet, but that's what they're aiming for. And they walk into an aisle and just go beep and push this little g- button on a gun and it just goes ding and it tells them everything that's there. And- you know, you know, it's, can I tell a really short little story here? Uh, yeah. I was in Walmart today and they were, uh, there was this group of like, I don't know, probably 18 people scanning everything, like everything on every aisle. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was a big, like, little chorus inventory. of beeps. Yeah. yeah, it was inventory is what it was. They, and I guess, um, 
I have uh, I have a trusted source that tells me Walmart does uh, maybe their bigger stores do more, but um, this particular one does in- inventory once every year. And if they're if they're off a quarter of a million dollars, it's a good day. It's a good inventory. Meaning they didn't get have that they had that much stole from them or lost or, lost. or whatever. Yeah, a quarter of a million dollars one is, store. is is per year is like uh, probably for a relatively small store. I don't really know, but that's isn't that their, crazy? That's expected loss. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Yes. That's totally off the subject. But. That was digression from GPS units being stuck <laughs> under <laughs> cars without warrants. <laughs> That's some like CIA type shit, right? James Bong. We need to get James Bong on this one. We do, James yeah. Because this is some James, James Bong 00420 so, type shit. Hey, so, wait, boobies. Wait, wait. Boobies, wait, wait boobies, I want to say something in regards to these, uh, these, these GPS tracker thingies. Yeah. Um, I think that... Um, a a reasonable radio scanner would be able to detect one of these should you be so paranoid as to expect that you might be oh, yeah. being followed. Definitely. Yeah. They would, but yeah, if you were so, yep, it would, I think it would work. <laughs> I, I would click yes on the vote. <laughs> uh, hey, there's boobies. Okay. Boobies. I'm sorry to interrupt boobies. the boobies. boobies. Okay. So um, th- this is the site where I'm finding the new sexy ads. And this is a cannabis culture. Uh, this is on cannabis culture. This uh-huh. where I got this story from. And I am going to take one second here to plug freeing Mark Emery. Uh, you should come to their site and click there free and, he- and help mark. help free mark in any way that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are having they have some good advertising on here. This one yeah, advertising has a hot blonde shot of her up close, facial, and it says, "Are you a grower?" And then the next shot is a booby shot with not <laughs> not not no nipples, but just beautiful boobies, and it says. Grow smart. <laughs> and then the next next one says, save up to 40% on your energy bills. And then... <laughs> what? And the last one says, use a... Um, lower your, your... By using some sort of Surge Pro for your house. Using some sort of Surge electrical device. So huh. trying to sell right. an electrical device for your house for mm-hmm. with boobies. I love it. And then the <laughs> other boobie. one... The other one is a, is a really sexy classy woman taking a vapor rip and blowing it out. And then there's two sexy ladies looking at a vaporizer on a table and it's a vortex um, commercial vortex water. I don't know if those are water. Are those bongs or vape? They're bongs and vaporizers, I think. So yeah, I'm plugging products that have, have, are you starting to use (laughs) sexual marketing (laughs) in the, in the the cannabis industry? That's where, that's where it's at. (laughs) <laughs> it works. It got me. It got my Boobies. attention. Yep. And and free Mark Emery. Check out check out their site. Yeah. They have great stuff on cannabis culture. Absolutely. So yeah, that's a killer magazine. Yeah, it is. It's a it's, it's one of the best. I like it. I think I like it the most actually of the yeah. major ones. So it's the most subjective, I think. Yeah, and he's in a shitty spot. I can't believe he was extradited to his country. He's not even a citizen. C-Tank. Of, yeah, geez, it's awful. Dude, what's up with that? How could they? Mm. Unconstitutional is what it says on the big thing. I, I, just crazy. All right, we got. what do we got? What else we got here? Canadian stuff. Oh, we got research bin stuff. Yeah, what's up with that? So there was a study. More, more Canadian stuff. 
because Mark Emery is Canadian. Yeah. I thought he was American first back in the day. I was mm-hmm. wrong about that. He is a Canadian, a proud Canadian. I'm glad I was putting my place oh, yeah. on that one. Um, there was a study done uh, at McGill University in, oh, yeah. um, I believe this study is uh, Montreal. I believe it's Montreal. Uh-huh. And uh, it finds that smoking pot can can make some of the pain go away without the patient getting high. Um, there's several, to- several other stories related to this. Another thing was something of nerve, nerve pain or something. Mm-hmm. I found it was, uh, Dr. Mark Ware, director of clinical research at the Allen Edwards pain management unit of the McGill university health center in Montreal. Yes. And they've studied 21 adults with nerve nervous system pain, which is like mm-hmm. neuropathic pain, right? Um, mm-hmm. stemming from surgery accidents and other trauma. Um, and, uh, there was a placebo effect. Um, there was a placebo used for it too. Uh, mm-hmm. but they found that it relieves, relieves pain, uh, especially in chronic pain. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, things that we've been saying forever, you know, but just more studies proving it, starting to prove it. Right. Right. Right, and this study is uh, published. It is um, in the August thirtieth issue of the Canadian Medical Association Journal. If you want to check it out more. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's good stuff. Glad there's more studies happening. It's mm-hmm. crazy how much the good studies outweigh the bad studies. Hey, pile on the credible evidence, I say. Keep on piling it on. Uh, man, I got something. I wish I could pile on Jack Flash. I, I don't know if you guys have seen this strain. It's my flavor of the week, hey, though. Before we do that, can I ask you something about last show? Yeah. Did you guys talk about the judge uh, ordering the offender to write a paper about Magpot? Yes, we did. Yeah. Could could you replay that part? <laughs> there, there's. Uh, I was really interested in that story. You were. We don't know. I don't. I don't have the story right now. We have to go back uh, on the notes here. Let's see if we could find it. But um, uh, yeah. He said, what, "What if he can't write the paper?" Well, right, because he the the <laughs> purpose of the paper was to say why it was bad or something like that, right? Right. It had to say why medical marijuana here, was bad. It. I found it. Let me see here. <laughs> All right, let's see. This was last week. Sorry. Medical guys. marijuana is bad because it causes tremendous anxiety for people that don't deserve to be bothered with it. It's it causes such an anxiety because of the stupid laws that are in place right now and their reluctance to see the damage that they cause and their failure to meet their goals. Gamble who is the judge, gave this dude, Palazzolo, 90 days to complete a paper discussing his self-admitted realization that marijuana was a gateway drug that led him to use more powerful powerful narcotics. Because um, he did admit that, apparently, in, in court. He admitted hmm. it in court, and so he's supposed to write a, a, a paper. But what's the deal with the paper? They don't don't really go into like how long it is or should what we, the requirements are. Should we try to get get this guy on the show, the guy that has to write the paper? Uh, good luck finding Not, him. Yeah, but yeah, if you can find if you if you twenty five, if you can find Matthew him. Palazzolo. So he was sentenced, right? So Palazzolo. we can talk about it now. Uh, I right? think so. Yeah, he's been, yeah. he's been sentenced. It, it's uh, Tuesday. He was sent, sentenced. 
to uh, submit a paper within 90 days. And to his counselor also discussing the defendant's realization that marijuana was a gateway drug that yeah. led to the use of more powerful narcotics. Yeah, that's, so that's the purpose of the paper, to, to talk about his self-admitted realizations? I don't, I don't know exactly. Defendant, <laughs> yeah, he had to write a paper about his realization that marijuana was a gateway drug that led to you. That's, oh, that's wrong in so many levels, man. What's up? <laughs> well, he believes it, maybe. I had to read or... that twice. I was like, wait a minute, really? Well, I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> if he self-admitted, if that was part of his defense, is that he realized that marijuana, maybe the judge just wants to hear his case in more detail. Oh, no, that seems like shit. No, I think it's ridiculous either way. But he shouldn't have self-admittedly, he shouldn't have admitted that, I mean, maybe he feels that way. Maybe. That's why you want to talk to him, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll be meddling here, won't we? <laughs> so what if you write one that's that's completely not exactly what the judge is telling you to say? And he said, I needed to write an honest paper about medical cannabis well, see, so I did it. The, the title of the story is judge orders man to write report on why medical marijuana is, is bad, bad. Uh-huh. and that's totally different from whether or not he's writing about his self-admitted realization that marijuana was a gateway drug that's true those are two, two totally different things. things which one is he writing about is what i want to know if we talk to the that's, guy first of all well, that's a bad case of sloppy reporting sloppy there. sloppy reporting <laughs> here this is i won't even get into it but not the best that's typical in these marijuana stories sloppy reporting <laughs> <laughs> reporters that have no idea what's going on uh, yeah kind all of. right well that's interesting stuff i just wanted to hear a little bit about yeah that. you can tune into last week's show too i will do that again <laughs> If, if you want, if you want to be put to sleep, uh, no, nah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you guys get a great job. Uh, just... So, so now, beyond yeah. my interruption, you can got... we hear the flavor of the week? Jack Flash. Jack Flash. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Jack. I, 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 I was blown away by it. I, it was like the best looking train wreck ever. It's got to be. A, oh. I think it's a cross of. I'm not. I'm not exact. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's a cross of Trainwreck and Jack Jack Hare, and uh, it's good. It sounds delightful. It's very delightful. I like uh, both of those strains. The, you know, very Christmas tree looking, very hard nugs, and it has that really strong Trainwreck nose mm-hmm. on it, and it's just yummy. It tastes great because something about Trainwreck, man. That's oh yeah. Special. I've always loved it. It's special. It's and a it's a Humboldt County original, that's it, for sure. It is and like um, go to. It is a go to, and uh, yeah, I I was uh, I was really impressed with this Jack Flash, and I don't even know what the genetics are, but there's so much in that ballpark. Um, it was crazy. Here it's it is. It's a Sensi Seed. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, it's it, off the Jack hairline, obviously. But it doesn't say ex- they don't really tell you what it was, what it, uh, you know, what the origins are of it. So I don't know. If we find out, I'll let you know. But if anyone knows, that'd right be on. helpful too. It just, dude, it, it there's some serious uh, link between train wreck and it. I think I, at least mm-hmm. the version I saw what there was. So, but I don't know. Looks like we may be oh our next show 
Gonna have to let yeah, everyone know. About oh yeah, we mentioned I I'm, I was going to Burning Man. And I still am going to Burning Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pat on the back. Yeah. Pat yeah. on the back. Yeah, totally. Okay. Have fun. Yep. First, you're going to your first burn. That'll be a lot of fun. Yep. I am a little jealous. When does Burning Man start? Uh, like Tuesday? today. Today. Yeah, yeah oh, it starts today. Today was the right first day. Uh-huh. Okay. You're headed but out tomorrow. I hung out just just to hang out with you guys one more time. No, oh. dude, it wasn't us. <laughs> no, you're right. It had nothing to do with you guys at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Are you feeling special? Am I feeling I special? For a minute. Oh, Jamie, yeah. My you special are, got you, revoked. You Jamie's you revoked very special. my special. No, you're special, Jamie. Oh, nice. You're special. Special. Uh, I'm good. Oh I'll shit! Pass. So oh, next anyway, show. Next, yeah, next show. show, not until we'll be producing it on Wednesday, September eighth, in the PM. Oh. Means it'll probably you'll probably get it on Thursday. Yeah, if so, you're if you're subscribed, if you're, you're on attention. iTunes and you're okay. subscribed to iTunes, it'll ping you on Thursday. Ding! And take time to rate the show, please, and hit up our Twitter accounts and our Facebook accounts. Like us, yeah. be likable. We're likable. I think we like need to make us. it easier to like us. Like I think we can just add like a button like to us. our site because. Like everyone's always logged into Facebook all the time, and then sure. if you come to our site and you just click the like button that's on the site, like on Facebook, I think you can ha- do that. Yeah, I'm totally. Sure. We should figure that out. Okay, we'll do that. No, we <laughs> should figure that out. That's right. Yeah, Virtual we. we God. We, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, will you figure that out, please? <laughs> yeah, that's a big homework assignment for me, dude. Um, yeah, check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. Give us a call. 707-654-CAN-C-A-N-N. Call us, leave a voicemail, tell us uh, whatever you want. We'll play it on the show. Um, Let us know a good time that we can call you and do an interview. We'd love to talk with our listeners uh-huh. on, on the air. We can we can make that happen. So you let sure. us know when, it, when you're available and how to get a hold of you, and we will make it work. Uh, you can start those conversations as well or email us with anything that's on your mind at info, or info at cannabisagenda.com website is cannabisagenda.com and we uh, someone's smoking weed <laughs> there's some lighter are out of here officially peace and pot rocket source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com.